For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Friends, Brandon Beam here. Let me ask you a simple question. Why settle? Why settle for anything in life? Why settle for a percentage of your home's equity when you can have it all with Truehold? Let me explain. A typical cash-out refi restricts you to a percentage of your home's equity while saddling you with thousands in closing costs and thousands more in today's high-interest payments over the life of your loan. Truehold, on the other hand, buys your home for its best current value and pays you 100% of your hard-earned equity in cash now. Truehold is the cheapest way for you to unlock your equity for whatever you want. It's your money. Do whatever you want with it, after all. Plus, you have the option to stay in your home for as long as you'd like. While Truehold takes care of property taxes, insurance, and upkeep, visit Truehold.com to discover how much Truehold will pay you for your home based on its current market value, not what's coming around the corner. Call 1-855-399-93 or visit Truehold.com, the smarter, faster way to cash out on your home's value without having to move. Again, 1-855-399-93 or visit Truehold.com. Again, that's Truehold.com. From ONN, this is Hollywood Casinos on the Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Here are your hosts, Dave Biddle and Scotty Vegas. Welcome to On the Money. I am Dave Biddle, joined by Scotty Vegas, producer Ryan Baker at the controls. This is a show about sports gambling and sports in general. Scotty Vegas, how you doing this evening, my friend? I'm good, and Dave, this football world is on fire. I mean, news after news after It feels like day after day after day, uh, big news coming out, hour by hour. It's almost like if you step away from your phone for a little bit, you're going to miss something big going on. And, uh, you know, usually the off season in football, you know, once college football ends, it's a little bit slow for a little while. Uh, not this year. <laughs> It's not this year. So we're not going to talk about uh, yesterday Kawhi Leonard signing a $153 million contract extension because, as you said, like there was like a million different things that happened in the football world that was shocking yesterday. We're talking about like Nick Saban retiring, Pete Carroll stepping down, Bill Belichick, on and on and on. Mike Vrabel a couple days ago getting fired. I mean, it. It's insane. It's wild. But let's start out with Buckeye news because I think, you know, all of us here in Ohio, we got to look straight at the, at what's going on with Ohio State and who's coming back and, uh, the coaching news coming out, uh, over the last couple of days as well. So let's first start out, uh, uh, Dave with your thoughts on what has been going on at Ohio State with the new coaching news and then obviously some of these guys coming back. I love the guys coming back news for yes. sure. For sure. Um, coaching news, no surprise so far. I mean, I guess Perry Eliano losing his job was a surprise to me. Parker Fleming losing his job, not a surprise. Um, and we'll see. I think, I do think there is more to come. Um, but yeah, man, the great news is like, look, they're getting the band back together and then some on defense. I love it. They're getting like an offensive infusion from the portal. We got four guys from the portal on the offensive side of the ball. And then all of the defensive guys are coming back. It's awesome. 
And you know what? It's freaking awesome. Dave, it's funny because on Monday night during the national championship game, it was such a tough watch, right? None of us around here liked watching Michigan win a national championship. But just as the night was about to come to an end and we were all going to be sad and angry about Michigan winning at all, big time transfer portal news. And uh, this one, uh, you know, uh, this one uh, basically right as the end of the national championship, we get the big, great news about uh, Jenkins coming in. Or Judkins. Yeah. Judkins coming Prince in. Prince John Judkins. And as I told you guys, like I was thinking when this first happened, like both of you asked me via text, and I'm like, I don't think so. Like it's, you know, NIL. I think it was like a main thing. Like, so I was wrong. I'm glad to be wrong. Just watch his film. I mean, you look at the stats, you're going to be like, yeah, he's good. Watch the film. You'll be even more impressed. Um, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I think this is like, gosh, I hate to like be a spin doctor here, but like this is like maybe the good thing, as you mentioned, kind of alluded to Scotty, like of Michigan winning the national championship is this is aligned all of the boosters from what I've heard from Ohio State's like, okay, all right, it's on. Like, yeah, we're, we're going to just, we're going to do whatever it takes. They brought in Judkins. I mean, they got the center from Alabama, McLaughlin. That Will Howard obviously is coming here, uh, the tight end from Ohio University, and I think there's going to be another offensive tackle coming and probably more from the portal, and they're doing a great job, I can't stress this enough, of getting defensive guys to come back. Yes. And there's, you know, we'll see. I mean, there's still some pending decisions, but like, they're doing a great job overall of getting guys to come back and doing a great job in general. So spend that NIL money on bringing the known back, bringing the guys you developed, keep them here, use that NIL money. I like what they're doing. All right, let's look now because once the national championship is over, they immediately release odds for next year's national championship. And here's what we're looking at. Georgia plus 425. They are the favorites to win it next year. Alabama six to one. We know the huge news about Saban being gone. We'll see how that affects the line going forward. But right now, Alabama six to one. Ohio State plus 750, which by the way, Dave, it's funny because the top three for the odds for next year were the exact same top three in order heading into this year. And then you also have Michigan at number four in the odds. They are they are nine to one next year. Texas nine to one. Oregon twelve to one. And the other funny thing that I see in the odds for next year is the first team that's not going to be playing in the SEC or the Big Ten doesn't happen on the odds board until the ninth best odds. You want to take a guess at who that is? Oh wow! Um, let's that will go not with, be in the SEC or Big Ten next year. Let's who has go the best with chance? Uh, Clemson. It's actually Florida State. Oh, I must see. Go with your first instinct. That Florida was my, that State actually was my first instinct. Was Florida State has the ninth best odds now? Heisman odds already. We are talking Heisman Trophy odds. Uh, Quinn Ewers, Carson Beck, Jalen Milrow, all co favorites at plus seven fifty. Will Howard. The Buckeyes, Will Howard, is fifth in the Heisman Trophy odds at 15 to 1. JJ McCarthy, 20 to 1. Quinshawn Judkins, who of course is transferring to Ohio State, 75 to 1. Kyle McCord, transferring out of Ohio State, 200 to 1, Dave. You like on those Will Howard odds? 15 to 1? Why not, man? I, I like the plus 750 for Ohio State to win it all. That's where I'm looking. With all the positive momentum, I'm liking that bet more than the Heisman Trophy bet. Ryan Baker seems to be hating over here. I see it at my peripheral vision. He's yeah, hating. He did give a little shake of the and head. And by the way, he was the one that called it that, that Will Howard 
would come to Ohio State or had a good chance. Had a good chance. You didn't say like it was kind of like, almost like a Jim Trestle. Like it wasn't quite a like prediction, but it pretty much was. You know, three hundred ten days in Ann Arbor. You basically predicted Will Howard. We're going to give you credit. Listen, I just think with Judkins and if Travion ends up deciding to come back, I love what I see in watching highlights of this Judkins kid. Oh, that yeah. little that little sidestep jump cut that he has, and then bam, right back to full speed is amazing. I just don't see Will Howard winning a Heisman next year if this. Uh, if this Ohio State offense, which I think it should be with him and his ability to run with the running backs, I think it should be more run-based next year. By the way, we are thinking that Trayvon Henderson is probably going to come back, hopefully, and play with Judkins. And how huge is that fact? Because I don't think there's been a year next year where it's more important to have depth. Because, look, you know, look at the playoffs. You are expanding. So you put, could potentially be playing three more games next year than you did this year based on playing a Big Ten championship game, maybe a first-round playoff game, maybe a quarterfinals. It's going to be a long, long, long season. So you need depth next year. Up next, Scotty wants to hate on Michigan. Ryan and I are here for it. That's coming up next on The Money. Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for responsible gambling. Coming up on ONN. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now back to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. All right, Monday night was very, very, very painful. Watching Michigan win a national championship is one of the last things that I ever wanted to see in my lifetime. And, you know, it happened, and uh, it sucked watching uh, them take uh, Washington apart at the end, unfortunately. I hated every minute of it. But what we're going to do this segment is we are going to come together and we're going to all come up with three reasons why Michigan still sucks, why we still hate. It could be the state of Michigan. It could be Michigan, the, the program, the school, whatever you want to have. It has to be the program. No, it can be whatever you want to go. I don't want to disparage the entire state. I'm willing to disparage the Far entire more, state. Most of the state actually is like Michigan State fans. Most Michigan students are from out of state. Nope, Go ahead. Nope. My number one is going to be Michigan consistently ranks as one of the worst in terms of quality of life, affordability, employment, and public safety. <laughs> you, you just throw suck. like five into oh, one? Geez. Yes. You suck now, at all Now of I that. see why Scotty was not going to allow Gloves me to like, to like discount the, like, we can't disparage the state of Michigan. He's like... Oh, yes, we can. Your quality of life sucks. Your affordability sucks. Your employment record sucks. And your public I'm safety sucks. I'm actually surprised sucks. to hear that because it's like it actually, like, if you remove, like, Ann Arbor from the discussion, like, it's like, you know, I mean, like, the Great Lakes and everything. Detroit. Like, I mean, have you seen? That's true. I thought that's we true. were Detroit's... taking Michigan apart here, not yeah, sticking up. We're for not that's sticking true. up. Dave's sticking up. Way, for way, him. way north in Michigan's actually pretty cool. Oh the my gosh, good. I, I can't handle it. We're way already north. talking good about Michigan Sorry, okay, in the right. segment where we're talking bad. Cut, cut my mic. 
Yeah. All right. What's your number one? All right. My number one, and this is number one with a bullet, my friends. The big house is so overrated. My friends, if I am, if I have the largest stadium in the country, I want it to look like the largest stadium in the country. And it's not just if you like go there and drive by it or whatever, walk by it. It's like, oh, really? It's like dug into the ground and look that big. But maybe if you actually go see a game there, it's like, oh, okay, I get it now. Like the Rose Bowl is kind of like that too. It's kind of dug into the ground. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the big house is a toilet bowl. They even renovated it. It's still terrible. The fact that you have the largest stadium in the country. And it sucks. And it sucks. And it doesn't even look like it looks like when you're pulling up to like Memorial Stadium at Indiana is what it looks like because it's dug into the ground. Okay. So overrated. Ryan, why does Michigan I'm gonna suck? I'm going to piggyback on yours, Scott. Okay. Their water sucks. <laughs> the poor okay. people, the poor God, people we're going Flint straight to Flint still can't get good water. It's ridiculous. All right. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah, the water, oh, the quality of life. Next up is the governor. right in there. No, uh, no, 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 no. Number two for me is Michigan Gretchen. basketball. Michigan basketball this year, six and nine overall, one and three in the Big Ten. Jawan Howard, bad coach. Coach, bad man slaps another coach, so I'm going to put Michigan sucking, and that's going to go right there. Speaking Number of, two. Speaking of Jawan Howard, he was part of one of many cheating scandals at Michigan. Mm-hmm. Okay, Fab Five. You'd be like, oh well, the rules have changed. Yeah, they have, and that was still egregious for the time. Imagine Jim Tressel. Compare that to that. Okay, if you're going to compare it to today's times, I get it. I get it. It'd be all be legal, right? Compare what Jim Tressel did to what the Fab Five did. Okay, like not even comparable. And that was like 20 years after the Fab Five almost. Okay, so cheating number two. And then last time I checked Jim Harbaugh this past season, I can't believe they won the national championship was suspended twice in the same season for separate violations. That's never happened in college football ever. They're cheaters. And they're the the best of the cheaters or the cheaters and the best. Now, I haven't been to Michigan in a long time. So maybe they fixed this, but I'm guessing they didn't. But the last time I was in Michigan, they have the biggest potholes I have ever seen in my life. I mean, potholes that will make your teeth rattle. Get your roads fixed, Michigan. That's right. Potholes galore up there. You can't drive as fast as you want, though. Now, it is like the Audubon. Yeah, and lose your tires. Right, exactly. Here, here's my third one, guys. Uh, your national championship that you just won will be tainted forever. You really will. You cheated. Your coach was suspended for six of the games. So enjoy it. You are about to be punished. That's why Michigan sucks. My last one, real quick. No mascot. I know Nissan terrible. I never. I, I love my ex Terra. I'll never buy another Nissan because of that commercial. And I don't like you anymore, Eddie George. I'm kidding. I love you, Eddie George. <laughs> you should have never let that happen. Listen, Michigan not having a mascot is not like something to like. Oh yeah, it's cool. They don't have a mascot. It's all their arrogance mixed into like them not having a mascot. Like you do have a mascot. It's the Wolverines. You just don't have an actual mascot at the game. Why? Because you got what up your what. Like, Michigan not having a mascot is stupid. It's not like they're just Michigan. They're the Wolverines. For them not having an actual Wolverine at games and stuff. Pathetic. Lame. It's because, oh, we don't want to put somebody in the costume. It's like, you already put Jim Harbaugh out there. Have have somebody else in a costume. Ryan. Your colors are stupid. Yeah. What is maize? It's yellow. And you're not blue. You're navy. And together, it looks gross. Worse than a baby's diaper. 
Your colors are awful. Plain and simple, you may have won a tainted national championship this year, but you still suck. All right, coming up next (laughs) on On the Money, it is Browns in the postseason. We're going to talk about the betting angles to take for Saturday. This is On the Money. This is Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Hollywood Casinos On The Money. On The Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. On ONN. Welcome back to On The Money. Oh boy. CJ Stroud versus the Browns in the playoffs. Like everybody predicted entering the season. <laughs> mm. This is so interesting. Now, I, I do think the Browns are going to get the job done. I know Ryan Baker um, is definitely hoping that's the case. This is going to be a good one, man. I mean, if this was in Cleveland, I, I would have like little doubt the Browns would win. This is going to be a good game. A good game. I do think the Browns will win. This is so entertaining. And um, I've, as I've told my Brown fans, friends, I can't lie to you. Like, I have to root for CJ. But if you win this game... I will definitely be all the way behind you when you play the Ravens the following week. Dave, you got to win this one for me to root for you, Browns fans. Yeah, Dave, one thing that I've noticed is Browns fans are, are quite optimistic heading into the playoffs this no year. No sense. Makes I, no sense. I've had <laughs> Ryan's doing the reverse psychology because he's a good member of the show. Which I agree with. I would be I would be this in the same boat as Ryan as a, as a Browns fan. But I have heard from a lot of people like, I've had people reach out to me asking me, hey, how do I sign up for that uh, Hollywood Casino Sportsbook bonus? And uh, so I actually was walking through people how to get this big bonus and get a bet in. And they wanted to do it because they wanted to bet on the Browns to win the Super Bowl, which, by the way, Browns to win Super Bowl 30 to 1. So my brother-in-law, who really has never placed a bet in his life, now has a bet in on the Browns to win the Super Bowl. But that's how Browns fans, I think, are thinking. I I've talked to multiple. It's not just one or two. It's like a lot of confidence, it feels like, uh, in the Cleveland fans, which generally it's more like Ryan, where it's a very pessimistic crowd where they always think they're going to lose. But the Browns are a two and a half point road favorite on Saturday at the uh, Hollywood Casino uh, Sportsbook. And I did want to throw this out at you guys. My fear for the Browns is they are so much better defensively at home than they are on the road. Cleveland has allowed 5.5 yards per play on the road this year compared to 3.7 at home. They've had 32 sacks at home and just 17 sacks on the road. They've just been so much better at home. That makes me a little nervous. And C.J. Stroud, let's be honest, he has played big on the biggest of stages. Last week against the Colts, had a fantastic game and a must-win-to-get-in situation. Came away with a game-winning drive late. And we know what he did against Georgia in the semifinals. He has played well on the big stage. So I honestly, guys, I'm going to pick the Texans on Saturday. Money line? Money line. Yep. Which, by the way, Why is would you not plus do the 120. Yeah, you might as well. Yeah. Yeah. You've you've uh, brought me around. You and uh, Moneyline Mark 
brought me around. Not that I, I ever was against money line, but you're right. Like as you say all the time, Scotty. Like teams don't care how much they win by. Coaches don't care about the spread. They just want to win the game. So if you have now, if it's a if the spread is like fourteen and a half, all bets are off. But if it's like somewhat close, might as well just go money line. Yeah, and so that's how I feel. I'm going to go Houston money line. Ryan, I want to get your take because obviously you're a big Browns fan, and I told you about all the optimistic Browns fans I've talked to. Are you in the same boat where you have that confidence heading into the playoffs? So I don't have the confidence, I don't think, but I also uh, think that the Browns, like why not the Browns, honestly? I think every team in the AFC has flaws, reasons that I can say why they won't win those games. I think Cleveland has a quarterback who has been there and done that before. I think Cleveland has a deep roster and their depth has been tested. And you've got to see a guy like Ronnie Hickman, who obviously we know from playing at Ohio State, just stand out. And I'm actually not too worried about this game against the Texans. That's what I'm hearing everybody say that that the Browns fans. But here's here's why. So CJ didn't play in the last game, but the Browns won 36 to 22 in that game, but it really wasn't that close. Houston scored. They switched quarterbacks late in the game and uh, they scored a lot of points late. I don't know if CJ Stroud is worth 30 points. If you know what I'm saying. So I think this Browns defense will get it done. Amari Cooper's back. We know he had the huge game against the Texans last time. And I just have a feeling Flacco, as the Browns quarterback, is going to get a shot at the Ravens. Okay, while you, uh, I'm glad you brought up Flacco because this is funny, Dave. Uh, Total playoff wins over the last 70 years for the Cleveland Browns franchise, they have 10. They have won 10 playoff games in the last 70 years. Joe Flacco in his career. 10 playoff. Well, I thought you were going to ask me who had the most. It has to be Bernie, right? Bernie <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying that Flacco has as Yo, many no, I, no, playoff I, wins as the Browns franchise. That is, that's incredible. That's incredible. I know the playoffs have expanded, but still, yeah. that's amazing. Crazy. And of those 10 playoff victories, I imagine Bernie, because Bernie got them to two AFC championship games. Has to be Bernie, right? I would think so. The only other one it could be is Brian Sipe, because the Browns... Uh, the Baker has won, obviously, from a couple years Against ago. Against the Steelers, no less. And then I can't remember. I know they got there with, like, Tim Couch and Kelly Holcomb. I don't remember if they won one that year in 2002 or not. But so, yeah, I would, Butch think, Davis? I would think it's uh, Bernie Kosar. I think Butch yeah. was after that, but I'm not positive. All right. Up next, guys, I've never seen a coaching carousel quite like this, especially when you combine the NFL and college football It is insane. Up next, we are going to give our predictions on where certain coaches are going to land at certain programs and teams. That's coming up next on The Money. More of Hollywood Casinos on The Money. On The Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming up on ONN. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Nation. 
Now back to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. All right, it's been one of the most incredible couple days in as far as coaching news across not only college football, but also in the NFL. A lot of openings, a lot of big ones. We now know Nick Saban, the greatest college football coach of all time, is officially stepping down from Alabama, opening up that job. So we're going to do a little contest here. That's what we do. We do do bets. We do uh, predictions. And so we are going to do a coaching carousel prediction machine. And we've got the date up here. It's, It's it's uh it's up here in <laughs> mid January, and so we're going to track this. Depending on what station you're listening to us, <laughs> in mid January here going forward, <laughs> we are going to be tracking this over the next couple weeks. And the idea is to you get a point for every coach that you get matched up correctly. So we're going to start out. Who guys is going to end up? In the Alabama position, you can uh, you can pick whoever you want. It's across the board. There are betting odds out, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to make the first pick, and I'm going to say that uh, the new head coach of Alabama is going to be the current Oregon head coach, Dan Lanning. So I'm going to go Lanning as my pick. Dan Lanning, also known as Lan Danning. I'm going to go Dabo. Dabo. Yeah. <laughs> Dabo. Okay. I, it probably won't happen, but I, I kept always thinking if uh, if Dabo or when Saban retires, I'm going to take Dabo, so I'll take Dabo. Well, I've got the red I'll, marker. I'll, I'll you, write it down. You I'll write, write it, it down. down in your color. I'm trying to find these odds that you're looking at. I know. I know. I'm going to tell you once Ryan makes his pick. You're such a cheater. Now, can we pick the same? You can. I'm going to pick Dan Lanning, then. I think it's Ow. Lanning's job Dan to lose. Lanning. Okay, so we're going to so add... You guys are looking at the odds, and I'm not... We're going to add Lanning to the Ryan column. I will now tell you guys the odds initially on the Alabama next head coach. Dan Lanning is the favorite. Yeah, the sh- shocking. Three to one. And uh, we got Lane Kiffin at five to one. We've got Deion Sanders six to one. We've got uh, Pat Shermer nine to one. How about this one, guys? Urban Meyer ten to one. And we've got uh, let's see, Ryan Day twenty to one. Marcus Freeman twenty two to one. I Mar- can keep going. Ryan names Day here. Is, is on the list to be Alabama's next head coach at twenty to one. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, right, let's move on to Michigan. De- definitely don't make that bet. Now, Michigan, you could easily just put Harbaugh's going to stay on this column because he's not officially uh, left for the NFL. We, a lot of people think he is. I will tell you there are odds out that he will leave Michigan for the NFL, and those odds are minus 230 that he will leave Michigan go to the NFL. Say, that's plus money. Jump on it. Him coming back to Michigan is plus 175. I will let Dave go first with the Michigan board pick. I'm going to go Sharon Moore. Sharon Moore. Yes. Harbaugh will leave for the NFL, and Sharon Moore will be elevated to head coach of your national champion, Michigan Wolverines. Gross. And I just threw up in my Gross. mouth. Why would you ever say that? I don't that? know why you did to do that. I, sometimes I punch myself yeah. in the face. So I'm going to go off the board here on this one. I always thought this was going to be the next head coach of Michigan regardless, and I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stay in-house as well. I'm going to say Mike Hart 
is the next head coach. Oh, I of hope Michigan. that's true. Wow. Okay. All right. I am actually going to go off the board as well, and I am going to go all the way back down to Baton Rouge. And I know say that's that not off the Colin board. Baton Rouge. Brian Kelly. He said he's got to oh. be one of the top three or four in the odds. Leaves. Leaves LSU. Play that Garth Brooks, baby. And comes back up. He comes to Michigan. And then we're going to see Brian Kelly on the sidelines at Michigan. I, I actually almost thought Brian Kelly, too. Baton Rouge. When we come back, we are going to go through some other big coaching news and uh, assign coaches to other different NFL teams as we've had so many big new, well, basically breaking news on coaching hires and coaching firings. This has been wild. We're coming back. We're going to fill out those, the rest of those spots on, on the money. This is Hollywood Casinos On The Money. On The Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. On ONN. Welcome back to On the Money. We are continuing continuing our coaching carousel predictions. It's crazy. As we were saying in the previous segment, you're just tuning in. It's like nothing I've ever seen in football. When you combine what's going on in college football with the NFL, it is insane. Nick Saban retiring. What's going to happen with Jim Harbaugh? What's going to happen with Bill Belichick? It's just, at, I mean, Pete Carroll. It's absolutely insane. Mike Vrabel getting fired. All right, so we've done Alabama, Michigan. Up next is the Atlanta Falcons. Who's up? Uh, I Scott, think, you go. I think it's Scotty's turn. Yeah, I think I'll go first, and I'm going to go Ben Johnson here. All right, offensive mind. Uh, a lot of people think that Bill Belichick could end up with the Falcons. I think it's going to be Johnson, and uh, yeah, I think that makes sense because they've got a lot of young stars. I think it's a pretty decent team. I think there's a good chance that they're going to make a run to try and get Justin Fields as their quarterback going forward. I think they need an offensive mind. Give me Ben Johnson to the Atlanta Falcons. Go ahead, Ryan. So I think I'm probably going off the board a little bit here too and I'm going to piggyback with your Justin Fields thing and I say that Kirby Smart finally gets the chance to coach Justin Fields and Kirby Smart will be the next head coach of the Atlanta (laughs) Falcons. He coached coached him Kinda. So then you're saying we need to add Georgia to our list of coaching carousel. They have to. Oh, wow, Could you wow. imagine if Alabama, Georgia, and Michigan, those three jobs were all open this offseason? Holy crap. Two of them will be. Woo! Two are, yes, two well, probably, probably will be. Yeah. I saw someone say something today like, what if Sark goes to Alabama and DeBoer goes to the Seahawks and then they'd all Sark, be open? Sark, well, and Sark, how about Sark, Lanning? Sark. If yeah. Lanning goes somewhere, For then sure. Oregon's open. Yeah. This is just wild. Mm-hmm. All right. In the fourth round, third pick, I will take Bobby Slowick from offensive coordinator, Houston Texans. Very nice. Okay. All right, you're going with an offensive guy as well. I think all of us believe uh, that the the Falcons will not get Bill Belichick, which that was kind of the rumor not too long ago. All right, let's move on to the Chargers. Chargers. I believe that means it's my pick. Yep. 
I will take oh, you already took I will take Jim Harbaugh. In fact, I, I this is one that I would bet like a decent amount of money on, which for me could be like at least a Hamilton. I could even get up to a Jackson if I'm really being nasty, Miss Jackson. <laughs> well, I can tell you that the current odds on Jim Harbaugh to the Chargers are minus 200. And you know I already wrote Harbaugh on the board. So, yes, I'm going Jim Harbaugh to the Chargers. So I'm going to go again off the board here. I do not think Harbaugh ends up at the Chargers. I actually think he ends up with the Raiders. Mm. So uh, this is a guy that's been talked about a ton, and I think this is finally the time he gets his shot. I think they'll want offensive coach. Lincoln I think, Riley. I think Eric Bieniemy ends up Bien-Ami. as the Chargers okay. head coach. Eric sleeping with Bieniemy. Well, Ryan, you can get 10-1 to 1 on Eric Bieniemy to the Chargers at this point. Better throw a little something down on that. All right, so what's up next? Uh, Seattle. A surprising opening. The Seattle yes. Seahawks. And uh, how weird is it going to be that Pete Carroll not on the sidelines for uh, the Seahawks? It feels like he's Carroll been there. Carroll and Saban, both. It's yeah, insane. It really is. It really is. Okay, so let's try and find a new coach for Seattle. And uh, here's where I'm going to go with Dan Quinn. I'm going to say that Dan Quinn Ooh, like goes that. to Seattle. Yeah, I'm just going to steal Scotty's pick because I had no good pick. I'm no, going to take Dan Quinn. A lot of people have said Dan Quinn. <laughs> I think a, a lot, lot of great of, people have I said think, Dan Quinn. I think a lot betting, of co- like the betting odds. <laughs> I think a lot of college coaches want out of this mess that is college football. I think Kalen DeBoer moves next door and goes to Seattle. Kalen DeBoer so moves you, next door. You're a poet. Didn't know it. You now have the Oregon job, the Washington job, the Michigan job, the Alabama job, and the Georgia Col- job. Col- all open. College football's a mess. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, that's amazing. All right, last one. I know there's other openings out there, but let's go with the Tennessee Titans who recently fired Mike Vrabel. And uh, who gets the first pick here? Oh, geez. Um, I'll give it to Ryan. Ryan, who you're, you're so off the board and with your crazy picks, <laughs> you got going to the Titans. The, I will go with the crazy. man that we know that they have asked permission to interview. And he's done a good job this year with the Raiders. I'm going to go Antonio Pierce. Ooh, good one. Good one. That's where I'm going as well. Yep, I'm going to go with that too. Oh, it's a sweep. <laughs> not, the, not Brian Callahan? By the way, the betting... He's, he's supposedly interviewing. Yeah. By the way, here's the betting odds my, for the Titans. group text today? <laughs> Mike McDonald, 2-1. to one. Bill Belichick, 3-1. to one. Bobby Slow, Slowick. To is at four to one. Ben Johnson five to one. Those are the Titans' odds. I know it was ugly with the Falcons, but I would think Arthur Smith is someone to watch for the Titans. Twenty too. to one. Why? Arthur Smith? Just because he's had, he's got history there. How about Jim Schwartz. Oh, I got you. Jim he, Schwartz would have been if I hadn't picked Pierce. It would have been Schwartz. He's thirty to one. Hmm. Jim Schwartz. Okay. How about this one, real quick? Because Vrabel is now gone. Right? He's available. Where does Vrabel go next? That is up next on the money. More of Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for responsible gambling. Coming up on ONN. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
Welcome back to On The Money. Dave Biddle, Scotty Vegas, Ryan Baker. All right, boys. Vrabel getting fired was not something I had on my radar. Um, Scotty, where do you think he's going to end up next? Man, it's a wild scenario, right? I mean, like, that one shocked me. I remember I was sitting in my office, and someone came down and was like, hey, Vrabel was just fired. And I'm like, shut up. No, he wasn't. I didn't believe it. Shut up. (laughs) Shut your mouth. I couldn't. He's not fired. And then I look, and he gone. And so that was shocking. I honestly think he'll end up maybe uh, very quickly with the Patriots. It seems like it's just the natural fit for him to go there. If not, I mean, there's he's going to land at one of these positions as long as he wants to coach this year, and I, I assume that he does. Now, I brought up the hypothetical to you guys. Alabama's job's open. We know Ryan Day's not going in, going to Alabama, but this is a hypothetical of would you take this? Would you guys take Ryan Day going to Alabama and then Mike Vrabel sliding in as the head coach of the Buckeyes? Would you sign up for that little trade right now? I would not. Because Vrabel wants nothing to do with recruiting. Which is kind of a big deal. And everybody's saying that. And that's what I was going to say is, you know, everybody that's close to Vrabel says he doesn't want to recruit. So Mm. that's why I would say no, because we know that's the biggest part of the job. And it's even harder now. Like, he didn't have to deal with this stuff back when he was recruiting 10 years ago at Ohio State. Now it's a whole different world. Yeah. No, I, I, I believe it. Because uh, so many people are saying it. It's not something that you feel like only a couple people are saying. It feels like everybody is saying that Mike Vrabel does not want to recruit. But, uh, man, I love his attitude. I love his style of play. And I do th- or, you know, I do think that he is going to land a job pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, I have no doubt he's going to land a job if he wants to. He might need to sit out a year. He won't have to if he doesn't want to. Not there will be an NFL openings. team who wants him. Now, there might be an NFL team that wants him that he doesn't want. He's like, I'll just because he knows. First of all, he's got enough money right now. He can never do anything ever again. He'll be fine. He'll definitely coach again. I think he'll be a head coach this calendar year in the NFL. Worst case scenario, he'll sit out a year and be a head coach in 2025. I don't think he's coming to the college ranks. Speaking of the college ranks and speaking of things that knocked me on my butt, he had Vrabel the one day and then Saban the next. Mm-hmm. Jeez, I did not see that coming. And he, he's 72 years old. How did you not see it coming? It's like, we kept saying, it's like, come on, he's like in his 70s. Like, how long is he going to coach? And it just seemed like at that point it was like, he's probably going to coach till he's 80 is how it felt. And I didn't think he'd go out like that. Not that it was embarrassing. It was an overtime loss to the eventual national champions. I didn't see that coming, Scotty. Now, if he would have won the national championship, would have surprised me a heck of a lot less. Did not see Saban retiring. Wow. We're talking about the GOAT, and, you know, I don't say that lightly. Um, We'll see if it's the end of a dynasty for Alabama. Feels like it is. We shall see. Remember what Alabama was before Saban got there. And not I'm, not talking about, I'm not talking about for a long time, but between Bear Bryant and Saban, they had the one national championship, you know, mixed in there. But especially right before Saban, not good. 
Two things jump into my mind when uh, this Alabama news breaks, right? First thing is transfer portal. Who's available? <laughs> who can we grab? Who's going to be available? And then the other thing is who takes the job? And then what does that open up? Is it Dan Lanning from Oregon taking the job? And then, oh my gosh, then Oregon's job is open. Mm-hmm. And then let's say Harbaugh does go to, you know, just the, all the different dominoes that are going to fall because of this one job opening up. It's going to be a lot, Dave. It's funny. You mentioned Bear Bryant. Saban, in his 17 years at Alabama, had 202 wins. That was more than the 199 that Alabama had between Bear Bryant and Saban, which was 24 years. It's wild. That is wild. Wow. It's hard not to think that now. I I know everybody thought this when probably Jim Trestle had to step away. And then when Urban Meyer had to step away, now nah, maybe it did kind of happen when Urban Meyer stepped away. But like, seriously, like, it's not a guarantee. It, it does feel like the end of a dynasty. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. But, I mean, and that's not even fair for Ohio State. I mean, Ryan Day is 56 in eight as <laughs> yeah. a head coach. You know, they've stayed at the upper echelon. This is the first year they hadn't finished in the top six at the end of the year. So they're still at the top of the game. They're just not right on the peak. And just think about this, Dave. Uh, two weeks ago, all Ohio State fans were in the dumps, right? Yes, it was sure. like, oh my gosh, this program is heading downhill fast. And then you get all these transfers coming in. You get all these guys coming back. You get some coaching changes. And now Buckeye fans are at an all-time high. and Well, not all-time high, but they are feeling really good <laughs> heading into next year. And so it's, things change so quickly now in college It's funny, football. too, you mentioned all these transfers. It's three. You know, they got three, but they're big, big names. Time. And, and could be more coming. And, I mean, four, including the tight end from OU, who I like. Yeah. He was good for both years as a true freshman and this year as a sophomore. Like, is he like a stud? But, like, no, they needed to get a tight end. Uh, and, guys, I don't think they're even close to done. I think they're going to get another offensive lineman. They've already got four scholarship players in the portal. They're doing a great job of retaining the guys on the defensive side of the ball. Guys, I would have lost a lot of money um, midway through the season because I predicted before the year Denzel Burke's going to come out and have a big year. No one had him predicted as a first-round pick. Nobody coming into the year. Find me one, somebody who did. I was like, he's going to have a big year and he's going to be a first-round pick. And then midway through the season, I'm like, look at him. Buckeyes plus 750 to win it all next year, Dave. I like it. You're, you're getting some Sean Springs out of Denzel Burke this past year. People didn't want to throw his way. The fact that he's coming back is huge. Tyleek Williams coming back. Jack Ransom. Sawyer. Ransom coming back. Yeah. They're secondary. Absolutely huge. Next year is going to be unbelievable. It really will. It really will. And look, you're bringing in a top running back from the SEC who is dominant in the SEC for the last couple years. So everything trending right. Again, it's all about depth. This is going to be a long season next year. You got to have the depth. That's exactly right. You can't have enough depth. And I think Travion will be fine with having Judkins here. If he decides to come back, we mm-hmm. shall see. We shall see. All right. Well, that is our show for this evening. For Scotty Vegas and Ryan Baker, I am Dave Biddle. Thank you very much for joining us. Really appreciate you guys. This has been On the Money. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones 
who get it done. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Hey, you gotta love sports. Wasn't that game awesome? Yay. How about we join another one right now, right now, right now. in progress? Yay. Their power uh, to gain yards while maintaining ball security and then getting the ball on defense and special teams. This is the Cleveland Browns Preview Show. Your chance to get an in-depth preview of the week ahead in Berea. The Cleveland Browns Preview Show is brought to you by Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns. You're listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. 97.1 The Fan is celebrating a quarter century of sports talk, play-by-play, and sheer nonsense. Morning Juice, Bishop and Friends, Rothman and Ice, Common Man and T-Bone, and the Buckeye Show. Download The Fan app today and listen anywhere, anytime. You're home for the Cleveland Browns, Ohio State Buckeyes, Columbus Blue Jackets, and Columbus Crew. The Fan, Ohio sports destination. Here are your hosts, Kim Carmen and Gerard Cherry. There are 32 teams in the NFL, but only 14 are special. And Browns fans, congratulations. Your team is one of the special ones as we get set for the 2023 NFL campaign playoffs and Saturday afternoon Super Wild Card Weekend as your Cleveland Browns are on the road against the Houston Texans. Good evening, friends. Ken Carmen alongside of Gerard Cherry. It is the Cleveland Browns preview show all along the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network and your Browns getting set to take on Houston on their quest to go to Las Vegas and Super Bowl 58. Gerard Cherry, good evening to you, friend. Good evening, Kenneth. Wonderful to hear you. Wonderful to see you. Away we go with four downs. First things first. first down. Ah, ah, <laughs> boom, got me. All right, first things first. We welcome everybody to the playoffs. Super Wild Card Weekend. Browns at Texans Part D. What are the challenges playing a team twice, especially within like a month, and a team that didn't have their quarterback just three weeks ago when you played them? That's an interesting question. And the challenge, though I think it's a benefit, is the familiarity and not resting on your laurels and saying to yourself, well, we faced this team before. We beat them soundly, so we got this one covered. That's the challenge of getting guys not to fall into that mentality and that attitude. But here's the benefit. C.J. Stroud Stroud was not on the football field. And obviously, they tried to do some concepts that were in the liking of what he would like to do on the football field. But with that in mind, you know they're a much better football team when he takes the field. So that doesn't allow you to rest on your laurels and say, well, we had this in the bag last time we played him. So in a lot of ways, you worry about familiarity and taking the attitude of, we got this one, but I don't think that will be an issue and a problem. Because, again, Stroud was not on the football field. And they did in the last time we played them do some concepts of deep throwing. And on the defensive side, they're not going to change. Ken, they're still going to be a zone-based defense. They're going to have to figure out more so what they're going to do to stop us because we were the ones that were prolific last time Boy. we played. Uh, obviously, I mean, Amari Cooper had a record-setting day down there in Houston. Joe Flacco, that's a crafty vet who can beat the brakes off any sort of zone coverage there. So there's going to have to be some differences here for the Houston Texans, but hopefully the Browns can take advantage of them coming up on Saturday afternoon. What are maybe some of the changes there, Jerron, going from a Sunday afternoon where, hey, 
You know, didn't have a lot of starters playing in that football game. It felt like a preseason game. Tried not to use the P word, but we had to a couple of right. times, obviously. And now we're ramping it up. There's 14 left. This is a special moment, and you're trying to accomplish something here. Well, the be- the benefit is playing on Saturday. You're the first one out the gate. Just imagine how tough and challenging it would have been had this team had to wait to Monday night and how long of a layover that would have been, what that represented. So by the f- that you're playing Saturday automatically puts you in a sense of urgency mode because you have a shortened week. So what was t- normally a Tuesday off, you're practicing. And yep. what was a Wednesday, <laughs> you're deep into your installation. So that all that stuff... Heck Does that yeah. help you get locked in? Yeah, it helps you get locked in. And also knowing that you're the first game out the gate and what's at stake here. And you have veterans, more importantly, who've been down this path and yeah. know what is required of you to take that next step. And what you need to do from a focus standpoint and getting ready is so important and such a benefit that we have going for us on our roster. One of those veterans, Wyatt Teller, talked to him earlier today. We'll play that for everybody coming up in the next segment. But we get going with second down. Second down. Offensive questions, not many, as Joe Flacco's been answering them. But what, if anything, do you change going into this playoffs overall with the offense? I see your face. You're saying nada. Nothing. Nada. No need to change. What's, you're doing, you are averaging close to 30-some points a game, if not more. Mm-hmm. You're playing, passing multiple games over 300 yards. The rushing attack came back alive against the Jets as well. You're... And the last time, let me reinstate this. Now, Grant, they're going to have some different wrinkles and whatnot to try to slow you down. But here's the thing. They can't change who they are to in order to compensate us. They're going to have to try to stop things. That's part of being a defense. But if you're not a man cover squad, don't all of a sudden start playing man. And I got news for you. I'll be shocked if they try to play Amari Cooper man up or David Njoku. That would be a disservice to them if they try to do that. So, if anything, they better hope that their pass rush can get to our offensive line because that's going to be their best bet. But then the offensive side of things, Kevin Stefanski is in his bag, as they like to say, Ken. So, you change absolutely nothing. You refine things. That's what you do. Could the Texans try to throw something different with man defense to maybe throw something different at uh, at uh, Joe Flacco coming up on Saturday? Oh, yeah. and and But, but yes, they will. But here's okay. the beautiful thing once again. Joe Flacco has 16 years of playing in the National Football League. And I can already tell you what they're going to do. They're going to pre-snap show you one thing, post-snap do something else. You think it's going to be a zone, it's going to be what's called a zone dog. And for those out there who don't know what a zone dog is, that's a blitz concept in zone defense where someone has to fill someone else's gap in the process of rushing the quarterback and putting pressure on him. But this is where, once again, Joe Flacco experience and seeing everything and doing everything comes into play that it's going to be hard pressed to fool him and trick him because he's seen all this stuff before yeah i mean he's he, the 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 type of experience that he has the type of play that he's been playing with i mean he's playing at an unreal level when it comes to just his confidence overall gerard have you seen a quarterback this confident going into the playoffs in this amount of time i don't know if we have well, this amount of time, no, I can't say that. Obviously, I've seen quarterbacks with confidence, but with this amount of confidence, this short of time, certainly not. And again, Ken, I will say this, not in defense of the Texans. Of course. The key to it all is the following. you got to apply pressure. I don't care if you're Tom Brady. I don't care if you're Joe Flacco. If you're applying pressure, if you're able to get pressure, which is what they want to do with a four-man rush, then that changes the conversation because then that could put a quarterback under duress. That's what you're going to have to do. 
defensively for the Texans today. Guys not practicing. Will Anderson Jr., a fantastic rookie in a defensive end. Jonathan Grenard, he was out today at practice. The other side's defensive end and his backup technically, quote-unquote, with Jerry Hughes, the grand old man. One with an ankle, another one with an ankle. And Will Anderson, the great triumvirate with an ankle on that defense. How much could that affect them? We didn't see Will Anderson back on Christmas Eve, buddy. Right. Tremendously. Think about it. If you have your top three defensive ends out the game, and granted, we're filling in with our guys, Hudson and Christian, and to their credit, they've done a phenomenal job. But you're putting other guys out there who you have to bring up from the practice squad or off the street. I'm going to love our chances. Unless some, all of a sudden one of these guys or a couple of their guys morph into Miles Garrett. I love our, or TJ Watt. I love our chances and ability to dominate. Again, I already told you, the Texans do a phenomenal job of stopping the run. I love what their linebackers bring to the party. They certainly tackle extremely well in the open field. and They don't miss tackles. But zone coverage and what that entails. And if you think about it, look what happened last week against the Colts. Jonathan Taylor ran through them. Yeah. So it's not like they were doing all that well there either. So their defense has got a lot of question marks right now. For the Browns offensively, Elijah Moore, he was back running routes, doing things today. I couldn't believe that Elijah Moore was actually back on the practice field considering how he went down in that Thursday night game. Thank goodness that he's okay and back at practice. If you're looking at a guy like him, Gerard, is he the third biggest offensive weapon behind David Njoku and Amari Cooper. Well, he has a chance to certainly be just that. And heck, give him props for playing on Sunday in a limited role and what that represented. So, heck, yeah, he could be that guy. You're thinking, but here's the thing, Ken. You can only take so much away. If you're trying to take away Elijah or you're trying, more importantly, trying to take away Amari because he gashed you for 200-plus yards, that's going to leave Njoku with opportunities one-on-one with a linebacker more than likely. And then more matched up one-on-one. And he's starting to come along. So, yes, he represents that third option for sure in our offense from a passing attack standpoint. Gerard, seeing the way this offensive line's been tested, you kind of touched, touched on this just a moment ago. Before we get to some of the stuff on defense for the Browns, the way this offensive line has been tested, how important has Joel Batonio, Wyatt Teller, and Ethan Posick been in the middle? How they've been able to hold serve and play for most of this season? Oh, the quickest path to the quarterback is straight ahead. And if you have strength on the interior, and if you're Hudson and Christian, you know you're going to get some support if those guys are not having to block anyone. Their space is not occupied in the zone blocking concepts. Then you have a sense of confidence that you know inside of you, you have help. And heck, if you chip, you know outside you have chip help as well. So this offensive line, though it has been makeshift, in my opinion, you're not making these amount of yardage and scoring as many points if your offensive line on all facets are doing well. But to give credit to those guys inside, they have been phenomenal. And you like to think with those guys back and rested. Yeah. Now this creates an opportunity, Ken, where you can do what? Bring the running game along for the party as well. And then that puts you in a situation where the play-action pass should be wide open. And it's just a smorgasbord, if you will, of opportunity out there on the offensive side. If I'm Kevin Stefanski right now, and I'm seeing what's taking place with the Texans. And obviously, once the game takes place, you get a feel for what's going on. But if they're under man, and they're coming into a playoff game under man, and we already had success with our concepts against them, just imagine what else you could do to them. Time for third down. Third down. Third down.
Defensively for the Browns, we have to look at the injuries on offense and the guys who didn't participate in practice today for the Houston Texans. Fullback Andrew Beck, he did not participate with a calf injury. Now, they've already lost one big rookie wide receiver who's fantastic. They have another wide receiver, not a rookie, Noah Brown, who didn't participate earlier today with a back injury. So it brings in C.J. Stroud, who was out with a concussion last time these two teams played. And ever since, he's been fantastic. Last two games of the season, 450 yards combined. He's thrown for three touchdowns. An exceptional rookie season for C.J. Stroud. He's changed the everything for the Houston Texans as far as what people think their fortunes are going to be, what their future is. How do you go about attacking C.J. Stroud when we didn't see him back on Christmas Eve? Uh, it's really simple, Ken. Go back and watch the Jets game, and you'll see how you attack C.J. Stroud. What you do is you play man, and you get after him with your pass rush. It's really that simple. You do not go into zone concepts and let him diagnose and read you because that open space with his arm talent and accuracy and arm strength hurts you. He's going to hurt you and dismantle you and embarrass you because that's what he pretty much did against the Colts in the first half of that football game last week. Ultimately, the Colts started figuring some things out. When you have one receiver going for 195 yards, it's not really fair to say that you figure some things out for the Colts. But I would like to think that our secondary will present a much greater challenge, and we're better than what the Jets bring to the table from a secondary standpoint and man coverage. And the proof is in the numbers. So I love what we represent. And on top of that, here's the other part. He's going to hold on to the football. He's going to do some five- and seven-step drops, and they're going to try to do some two-man routes. But here's what I'm confident of. I'm confident that our defense will be able to get past those those blocking, max-protect situations and still, I repeat, still get to the quarterback. Let's get the fourth down, shall we? Fourth down. There we go. Gerard, you're with the Patriots, and you won three Super Bowls with the Patriots while you were with them. My goodness gracious, an embarrassment of riches. How did New England get ready for the playoffs once the regular season ended? Oh, you ramped everything up. You already were doing the things necessary to get to the playoffs. You don't change all of a sudden say, oh, I'm going to study more or I'm going to work even harder. You're already doing those things, but you do play pay even closer attention to details. You do make the practice week just as challenging as the game itself, and you're focusing, you're working hard, you're not wasting plays. You're doing all the things that got you to where you are in this point in time. And then you go out there and you simply execute. It's really that simple. Joe Flacco said it, and I'll repeat and reiterate it. It's still a football game. Yes, there's going to be anticipation. The intensity level is going to be much greater, Ken. And that's where it really comes in, dog. It's where you start from the mental standpoint. What are you doing to prepare yourself mentally at night? What are you visualizing? How are you going through those type of concepts and what that represents? And getting your, your mind right, as we like to say. Did Belichick change from the regular season to the postseason? Or is it important for a head coach to remain the same way? Remain exactly the same way. No changes whatsoever. Even kill the same person you saw day one that you saw when the Super Bowl trophy was being hoisted. It doesn't change. You don't all of a sudden say, guys, because a couple years ago, and this is no shot at Kyler Murray, but I put I picked up on this. All when they right, made to the playoffs, go. he was like, oh, yeah, I'm coming into the building earlier now, or I'm staying later. That should always be what you're doing. It doesn't happen by accident. You have to be intentional with it. Now, there's nothing wrong with starting to study extra, but you should already be doing those things. So all you do, man, is make sure you're communicating even more so with your teammates and making sure that you're 
putting a little extra more work in that you already were doing. But by no stretch of the imagination do you go and make this game more than what it is. It's a playoff game. The intensity will be there. But you still have to treat it like it's a game that you're prepared to play. And that is four downs. The Rolling Stones live Hackney Diamonds Tour comes to Cleveland Brown Stadium on Saturday, June 15th. Tickets are on sale now. Visit clevelandbrownstadium.com slash Rolling Stones. That's clevelandbrownstadium.com slash Rolling Stones for more information. Coming up in a bit, the voice of your Cleveland Browns, Jim Donovan, he'll join us on the show. We'll go over Super Wild Card Weekend and all the news going on in the NFL as Black Monday happened earlier this week and a legend steps away from the sideline in college football. Gerard and I will break all that down. Coming up next, I go one-on-one with Browns guard Wyatt Teller to get you ready for the Cleveland Browns and the Houston Texans from NRG Stadium at 4.30 p.m. this Saturday afternoon. It's the Cleveland Browns preview show, the Super Wild Card Weekend Edition, presented by Cardinal Credit Union on the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. From the east side to the west side, from the muni lot to the dog pound, we rally around the Browns no matter what. At Elk and Elk, no matter how tough things get, we fight for every client every day. And if you've been injured, the best fans in the world deserve award-winning attorneys to get them the compensation they need. Elk and Elk is proud to stand with you at every game and every trial. Elk and Elk, proud partner of the Cleveland Browns. In Cleveland, we believe in working hard and football. That's why Cross Country Mortgage is the official mortgage partner of your Cleveland Browns. That's two teams dedicated to getting it done and bringing home wins for the land. From buy to refi, let Cross Country Mortgage help you score the best loan. Go get one done. One, three, one, two, three. Reach out today at CCM.com. Equal housing opportunity. All loans subject to underwriting approval. Cross Country Mortgage, LLC. NMLS 3029. Is your phone plan messing with your savings plan? Don't get stuck paying for things you don't want. With Verizon, you only pay for what you need. And for a limited time, when you bring your own phones to a Verizon store, you'll get an amazing price on your plan. Plus, you'll save on things you actually love, like the Netflix and Max with Ads Bundle. And it's on our award-winning 5G network. Bring your phones to your Verizon store today for an incredible deal. A better plan to save is Verizon. Additional terms and conditions apply. Calling all Browns fans and dog lovers. Join the Barking Backers Club, the fan club for dogs presented by Milkbone in association with Embrace Pet Insurance and Pet Supplies Plus. You'll get access to premium live events and your furry friend will receive a membership kit that they'll love. The Barking Backers is the ultimate fan club for dogs and the perfect way to show your love for your four-legged friend and for your Cleveland Browns. Sign up today at BarkingBackers.com or on the Browns mobile app. But don't wait, spots are limited. Part of one of the most passionate fan bases in all the NFL. Join Next Gen STM presented by Ticketmaster, the official waitlist of your Cleveland Browns. Joining Next Gen STM is the best chance to become a season ticket member in future seasons. Oh, what a catch by a Touchdown! Visit clevelandbrowns.com slash STM to reserve your spot today. Ohio Cat is proud to support 
the Cleveland Browns. As Ohio's premier construction equipment provider, Ohio Cat understands what it takes to be a first place team. Regardless of your need, whether it's sales, service, or equipment rental, you can count on Ohio Cat to be a trusted teammate. See how Ohio Cat can help your company win. Be sure to visit OhioCat.com. Go Browns! Hear that? Sugardale Bacon's been making Saturday morning sizzle since 1920. Because Sugardale isn't just some run-of-the-griddle bacon. It's slow-smoked with applewood and hickory to achieve the perfect balance of sweet and savory. So anytime your meal needs a boost, more, wow, some, you know, sizzle. Add Sugardale. It's bacon. Only better. From the biggest of big games to the littlest of the little. There you go! Run, go. James! No, 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 first base! Go, 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 run! Whenever you shop Meyer, you help support hundreds of local sports teams across the Midwest. From some of the biggest stadiums in the state to the familiar fields down the street, you're helping make a difference to the people and places you call home. Learn more at Meyer.com slash community. This is the Cleveland Browns Preview Show. The Cleveland Browns Preview Show is brought to you by Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns. You're listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Here are your hosts, Ken Carmen and Gerard Cherry. Back in Berea, Ken Carmen alongside of Gerard Cherry. The Cleveland Browns Preview Show as the Browns get set to head to Houston, Texas for the second time in a month. This time. It's playoff time, and to preview it, we welcome in guard Wyatt Teller. Wyatt, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. What's the difference between this team and the team in 2020? Um, yeah, I think that uh, the team in 2020, we had a good defense, we had a good offense, but you know, I feel like uh, now our defense is, I mean, it's, it's off the charts. It's one of the best in the league. Um, at that time, I know we had a couple accolades that were top of the league, but uh, to be as dominant as our defense is uh, really helps us. Because um, there's been games where we play well and there's games that we don't play well. Um, and to be able to have, uh, I mean, same with the defense, I guess, but um, to be able to play complementary football, which you know, I, I felt a little bit in 2020, but I really feel um, special teams, offense and defense really working. What's it like being like the catalyst across the offensive line to kind of keep the cohesion as you've had to bring in new bodies? Yeah, no, I don't know if I'm that guy, but uh, no, we've, um, you know, I, I'd say that's more Bill uh, having to, uh, to get guys ready to play. But, um, but no, it's just been... It's been a long season, you know, uh, bangs and bruises happen. Um, you always pray that you don't get seriously injured so you can always play, but, um, you know, I'm happy that, you know, we, we found some consistency uh, in the inside interior, um, and then, you know, Jaron coming in and uh, James coming in and, you know, playing their butt off, um, you know, yeah, I'm thankful. I know the city's thankful. I know this team's thankful. Does the season feel longer with a 17th game? Um, well... The old story always was was when you're you know when you go from college to the NFL, it's going to feel like a century longer because it's just you got five more games, you got you know 33 percent more games than uh, than college. So um, that that first year felt like a century, and ever since then it kind of you blink and you're like, wait, it's December? Oh my gosh! And then uh, you know we haven't had the chance, but one one other year to go to uh, to the playoffs. So. Um, to be able to do that, it's special. A lot of rookies. Wyatt Teller joining us on the show. A lot of rookies, a lot of younger guys. Has some of the veterans who were there in 2020 imparted the wisdom of 
you know, not taking this for granted, it, it means a lot to be one of the final 14 teams in the league. Yeah, no, I mean, I think there was, my wife told me some funny stat. She was like, there's only three guys on the uh, offense who have, uh, you know, playoff wins, um, you know, or from 2020 because, you know, obviously Joel got, you know, sick that first year, but he was on that team. So he technically has a win. Even though he didn't play, he uh, he was a huge part of uh, that win um, and our success that year. So, um, but yeah, no, it's uh, we have guys who. I mean, our quarterback was an MVP uh, of the Super Bowl. So his um, his his words of wisdom, his experience, all this different stuff um, is you know is amazing. And you know, kind of being able to you know listen to him, see what he's going, uh, see what see where his mind is, see what kind of you know situations he's thinking about. Um, you know, as well as listening to some of the other guys. You know, we've had a lot of guys on defense who've uh, who played in Super Bowls, gone to playoffs. So kind of taking words of wisdom from them and. Um, you know, trying to trying to get everybody on the same page. You've been one of the great run blockers in the AFC, certainly since you've got here. What have been the challenges with new guys across the offensive line to get it going on the ground? Because you certainly were able to do that against the Jets. Yeah, no, I think that um, you know a lot of teams, uh, you know, to stop the run, they'll just put a lot of people in the box. And early on in the season, we didn't, you know, we had a check down. Uh, you know, after Deshaun, we had uh, you know a couple quarterback struggles. Not that our backups weren't. You know, played their butts off, but you know, well, new systems and things like that. You know, it's hard. And as a rookie, you know, for DTR, as a rookie to come in here and expect to play, how you draw, how uh, you know, just how you did in college, it's very rare. That's what makes CJ Stroud so special. You know, uh, to be able to do that. But no, truthfully, um, you know, it's experience, and you know, it's uh, it's one of those things that you know we have uh, a guy come in, and you know, now we have a deep threat, and now it kind of opens up the field. Um, it makes them uh, not put nine guys to stop the run. Um, you know, that being said, with uh, with the guys on the uh, the line, you know, I love I love playing next to James. He's an absolute mauler. He will uh, he'll mess some cats up, um, and I'm thankful for that. And you know, Poe is about six foot nine. You know, 325 pounds of solid muscle. So uh, no, he you know when I was next to De- Dewan and him, I felt like I'm not even a small guy, and I feel like I'm tiny. But um, but no, it's. It's been nice to have uh, you know that cohesion on the inside, and then have someone that I've played with for three years. He's taller than a usual center. I, that's why I, I didn't even laugh when you said I'm like, oh, he's a big guy. He might be six nine. No, he's uh, I think he's six six, so he might be an inch and a half taller than me. But yeah, no, he's uh, he's a hell of a player, and he, he's a mauler too. Well, you're big too, so I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, until I stand next to Dewan and him, then I feel like a little kid. Well, Dewan is so big; it's, it's crazy. Like the first time you met him, I'm like, oh my god, in heaven. Yeah, I'm looking up uh, the heck. It, they, they grow guys that big? Yeah, it was so weird because, like, when I'm out and about, I'm usually taller than everybody else in, yeah. in, in town. To and then I come here, and then you guys are all taller, and then he's way taller. I'm yes. like, my goodness gracious. Um, Wyatt Teller joining us on the show. You've played, this will be the third time in two years you've played in Houston. Kind of getting used to the lay of the land. It's almost like they're a divisional opponent. Yeah, something like that. Um, you know, being able to, uh, you know, a lot of the games you you try to remember something about the stadium or you know something um you know that one i you know the reason i remember it we have to walk across the field we have all this different stuff you know it's just one of those things that uh you know you kind of um become familiarized with the uh with the stadium that being said it's turf it's a fast playing surface um you know and that that feeds into their defense um i'd love to take them we we make a joke that our football field is the the goat ranch um and uh, we'll take them down to the goat ranch, and that's always fun because as soon as you put your foot in the ground, you slip out. You have to have your whole cleats in the ground to uh, to keep your balance. So um, it's kind of a, lim- a limiting factor. You know that turf is going to they're going to play fast on that um, home field advantage, but you know it's not going to be easy. No one said it was.
Final one, don't want to keep you for too long. What do you say to Browns fans as we get ready for our second playoff appearance here in the last four years? It's going to be a long game. Take it week by week. Stop saying we're going to win the Super Bowl. I pray we are too, but let's focus on each game. Wyatt Teller, outstanding. Thank you. Thank you. Wyatt Teller in the Players Spotlight. When we come back, Gerard and I will go around the league for Super Wild Card Weekend. You're listening to the Cleveland Browns Preview Show, presented by Cardinal Credit Union on the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Looking for somewhere exciting to watch the big game? Urban Meyer's Pint House has you covered and is your football headquarters in Dublin. Join us for all the football action with the NFL's Sunday ticket on their massive 21 TV matrix. Looking for weekend brunch? Join Urban's Dublin every Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. for chicken and waffles, their signature breakfast tacos, and giant Bloody Marys. That's Urban Meyer's Pint House in Dublin. Never miss a kickoff as we have a front row seat waiting for you. Ring in the new year with the ultimate timeless gift, a diamond from Diamonds Direct. Whether you're ready to pop the question or celebrating a lifetime of love in 2024, Diamonds Direct can make this New Year's one to remember forever. Diamonds Direct is the area's destination for exquisite diamonds in all shapes and sizes. And our nationwide price guarantee ensures you'll get the best value, period. To showcase that spectacular diamond, we have literally thousands of designer settings from all the top names like Takori, Viraggio, Simon G., Ajafi, and many more. And our experts will guide you every step of the way with the education you want and the respect you deserve. Engagement rings, wedding bands, eternity bands, fashion rings. At Diamonds Direct, we specialize in the ultimate symbol of love, and we welcome the opportunity to celebrate with you. So start the new year with some new excitement, new hope, and some new bling. Diamonds Direct, on Polaris Parkway in front of Polaris Fashion Place. Proud to call the Buckeye City home. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Hey, it's Austin Ward here. Just hit a milestone I've been aiming for. I've officially lost 50 pounds with Awaken 180 weight loss. That's right, half a century of pounds, gone, gone in just over two months. I haven't seen the scale dip under 200 pounds in I don't know how many years, but now I'm confident that's where it's going to stay. I've reached Awaken 180's free maintenance, and like promised, they'll have my back for life. How did I know it would work? Seeing Chops shed 95 pounds was the start, but after my first chat with Awaken 180, I knew this was it. It just made sense. The proof? I lost double-digit pounds in the first week and kept dropping 4 to 5 pounds every week like clockwork. 50 pounds total, melted right off. Now imagine this. If you start Awaken 180 today, you could be down 15 pounds by February, maybe 40 by March. The transformation is as straightforward as the program itself. Be the next Awaken 180 success story and find your solution at awaken180weightloss.com or call 844-346-1800. kids.org. Your car, running or not, could be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to carsforkids.org today. 1877 cars for kids. Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. The fan. This is the Cleveland Browns preview show. The Cleveland Browns Preview Show is brought to you by Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns. You're listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Here are your hosts, Kim Carmen and Gerard Cherry. 
Folks, be a part of the most passionate fan base in all the NFL. Join Next Gen STM, presented by Ticketmaster, the official waitlist of your Cleveland Browns. Being a Next Gen STM is the best chance to become a season ticket member in future seasons. Visit clevelandbrowns.com slash waitlist to reserve your spot today. All right, Gerard, let's go around the league. First things first, Nick Saban. According to ESPN's Chris Lowe, he is retiring which I got to tell you, I was talking to my, my buddy Anthony Lima over the last couple of weeks, and I go, this was like a couple of months ago. I go, boy, did you see him smoking a cigar after a win? Did you see him high-fiving some fans? I go, something's, something's different down uh-huh. there. And then uh, Kevin Steele, I think it was, retired or stepped away the other day, and I'm going, man, I, I'm getting a stealing feeling here that, uh, no pun intended, I'm getting that feeling that maybe Nick Saban might step away, and it seems that Mike, that Nick Saban is going to retire here. Gerard, what's the first thought that went through your head as you saw and heard that? I thought Alabama 91 to about 98, and that is when they sucked. That's what I thought, because that's my opinion, that they're not going to be as good. He's the identity of that program. Guys go there to play for Nick Saban. Yes, you respect the traditional argument power that Alabama represents roll tide roll and all that but I don't I see a falling off with him no longer being involved I disagree I disagree I, I mean well it's say, the guy won six national championships there so how can there not be a falling off so what's your definition of fall off I don't think it's going to be Mike Price falling off we don't need to talk about that here on this show but it's going to be a bit of a fall off obviously so what is the fall off to me Gerard it would be yeah, Georgia becomes the dominant team in the SEC, and you're still number two or number three behind maybe LSU, depending on what Brian Kelly does. Like, that's that's kind of what I think, Gerard, because remember, when they were, you're bringing up the 90s, the NCAA was different. You couldn't pay players, quote-unquote, even though, you know, part of, the reason that they, part of the reason they were suspended by the NCAA or on probation by the NCAA was a lot to do with that. But it, it's different now, and, and now boosters can just throw money at it if they want to. I, I don't think it's going to go. I mean, those were some really rough times. You're talking about some four and seven football teams yeah, down there. Have, I don't know. Everybody's got boosters. Auburn's got boosters. The issue's not the money. The money's there. I think it's there. been better that way. Yeah, go, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I got go. no problem with the money. No, believe me. I wish I was born in this era. I have no problems with the money whatsoever. My thought is, is that he's such a dominant figure and what he represents and obviously, Georgia has clo- not only closed the gap, has surpassed them. LSU is right on the heels. I just see a situation. Who are you going to bring in that's going to that's going to who's going to keep the tide rolling? Who's going to be that guy? Is it going to be Dabo? Who's going to be that transformative figure? Because everyone can compete as far as paying the money. All of them have access to the funds, and we know SEC football that people are willing to do what is ever. And I can see a situation where Auburn surpasses them because again. I put more credence in the fact that he's Nick Saban and one of the greatest to ever do it, and that that's going to cause a fall-off. Well, I, first off, with the amount of money in NIL that's being thrown in, where it's basically, hey, I don't know when eventually that's going to turn off because there's going to be some programs here where we're not getting our return on investment. Mm-hmm. Boosters are going to think that. The other thing is, though, as of right now, you're looking at some of the money being floated in here. I think it's actually better. If we want parity, it's better than ever. You can see from yesterday or earlier this morning, I got this from Barrett Sports Media. The numbers came out. It was a 45% year-by-year increase total viewers of that national championship game. So there was some SEC fatigue. Mm-hmm. You have Washington, the, the final game of the Pac-12. You have... 
You have Michigan, obviously, it would be the first national championship since 97 and the first solo one since 1948. I mean, there's a lot of history there. And and these are provocative people that that people want to see, provocative coaches that people want to see, players, everything. I I did think there was a little bit there, but I don't know if this is going to necessarily go away here over the next couple of years. Now, I do think there will be a funnel eventually, but I think over the next five years, you could have a couple of more Big Ten teams, and naturally, because there's going to be more Big Ten teams, Added to that mix, you could see uh, as long as the ACC is still there, quote unquote, uh, you're going to see. I think Florida State with a better chance here coming up because it's going to be a 12-team playoff. I, I don't think Penn State's ever going to seriously contend for a national title, but I think that they could upset somebody maybe in a 12-team playoff there and take them a, a, a usual power out of the running coming up. So I, I do think it could be some troubled waters, but I. I just can't see him going back to that. I mean, those were dark times of Alabama, Gerard. I mean, dark, dark times for Alabama. Now, you mentioned you wish you were born in this era. I wish you were born in this era. However, I got to tell you, I mean, what were some of the other schools going after you back then? Oh, everybody on the West Coast. So I was good to go. Are you telling me no one could have handed you a bag out there on the West Coast? Because I know Cal wasn't going to do it. Man, Cal was a botanist, maybe. Yeah, Cal will hand you a degree. That's what they'll hand you. They did. <laughs> you gotta, they you better did. earn that. As a matter of fact, they don't hand it to you. You have to earn it. <laughs> but that was the best thing going for me because it taught me the importance of education and a quality one and a great one at that. So I appreciate all that I went through. But, again, the handshakes back then, I mean, they were minuscule compared to what it is now. It's not well, it, even, wasn't, it wasn't overt. Yeah. I mean, I mean Reggie, just- Reggie Bush – and my, he opened the floodgates. Now, that's when it started taking off. That's when you start. And obviously what they were doing in the U, that was serious money involved as well. Well, Reggie Bush was the guy that I think started the national conversation in earnest. To like, this right. is stupid. Like, what are we doing here? Because I, I know I'm an East Coast guy, and I was staying up. Now, I was a kid back then, but I'm staying up to watch him in that run against Fresno State. Right. I'm seeing that live on Fox Sports Network. Like Blown that. away. Right. And you're going, man, you can... No matter where he went, he was going to be the best player in college football. I think that that really got the conversation started in earnest of going, what are we doing here? We're we're messing this thing up. Let's just go ahead. And and it took another 15 years or whatever it was. But, you know, once it's opened up, we can talk about how it might not be better for the general fan. But still, I I think that it now has added a little bit more parity where, you know, some people thought it might need some. But I do think it's going to funnel at some point here. What's the best current NFL job that's open right now? Pete Carroll is... He's going to take an advisory role with uh, Seattle as he steps away from being a head coach over in Seattle, 72 years old. Chargers is open, Atlanta, Tennessee, Carolina, Washington, and Las Vegas. Even though I think they're waiting to see what Jim Harbaugh wants to do or Antonio Pierce. He, he's had a very nice little run there with the Las Vegas Raiders since he took over. Right, word on the street is that Atlanta has some interest. But as I thought about your question, a week ago, without a shadow of a doubt, Ken, I would have said the Chargers. You have your quarterback there. He's on the roster. You paid him the franchise amount of money for Herbert. But I'm going to actually surprise you and go with Atlanta. They have really? all the parts and pieces around them. What are they missing? A quarterback. If you can finagle some way to get Fields to them because Chicago's more than likely going to – trade him, and move on to Caleb Williams. I love the idea of what Atlanta represents. And on top of that, you're in a weak division. So you shouldn't have a problem winning football games. Uh, I think, I, I, man, now that they let go of Mike Vrabel, I think Tennessee's near the bottom of the list. I I, I like the Chargers, even though the, you know, the organization can be hit or miss. 
Right. Uh, but you still have Justin Herbert there. Now, I, sometimes I think that he might be a bit of a media creation, guys like me. Not guys like you. You played, and, and you've been critical here and there. I know it. But uh, I, I think at times he can be a bit of a media creation, but I know that guy can sling it. I know he needs good leadership there. I, I think that right now he's at a cross. He can be at a crossroads of his career. I think a guy like Mike Vrabel, if he wants to stay in the NFL, would be perfect for a place like that. I tell you, I like what Antonio Pierce has done, though, with the Las Vegas Raiders. I saw their final game, and they won, and they had Ted Hendricks in the locker room and Jim Otto in the locker room. I'm like, this guy, mm-hmm. he, he's getting the autumn wind moving again, and, and that's, that's what matters there. I mean, you got to – the Raiders are an historical organization. you got to make your guys care because they do right. have a very rich history, and I think those guys do care. And, and honestly, watching them and watching every single one of their games here over the last month – it, Max Crosby and, and some of the other guys, like that's old style Raider stuff. That's some of the stuff that would make those guys proud out there. So I like what Antonio Pierce did out there, Drew. Yeah, and I'll add the best post game celebrations I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that, buddy. Coming up in a bit, we'll preview the Kevin Stefanski show coming up on Thursday night and tell you what's going on on Saturday na- afternoon. Up next, the voice here, Cleveland Browns, Jim Donovan previews the Browns and the Houston Texans on Saturday. It's the Cleveland Browns Preview Show, presented by Cardinal Credit Union on the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. University Hospital's Harrington Heart and Vascular Institute, nationally recognized for precise diagnosis and treatment with the highest quality outcomes. Top-rated specialists, more treatment options, more life-saving interventions, and more clinical research to bring the latest therapies to patients. When you need heart and vascular care, University Hospital's Harrington Heart and Vascular Institute is here for you. Learn more at uhhospitals.org heart. Times have changed here at Cardinal Credit Union because now anyone can join. When you open an account, you instantly have access to all the products and services we offer, regardless of where you live or work. The myth of having to belong to a specific group to bank with Cardinal has changed. We call it instant membership. Open an account today and enjoy the most competitive rates on savings and lending products. Visit our branches or join online at cardinalcu.com. People helping people. Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns. Good school attendance is the foundation for student success. Even missing a few days a month can have a lasting impact on learning. The Cleveland Browns Foundation is a proud founding partner of the Stay in the Game Network, partnering with school districts to dramatically improve attendance in Ohio. The network partners with more than 40 school districts, impacting more than 230,000 students. Increasing attendance is a team sport. Visit stayinthegame.org to take action and support strong attendance in your community. At KeyBank, we know a small moment like, Ooh, these sandals would go really well with a beach. Can lead to an even bigger question like, Should I splurge on a trip this year? And that's the type of moment where we'll meet you. With financial advice on everything from budgeting for travel to building savings. So maybe that destination isn't too far off. What do you think, Cindy? I think these sunglasses would go well with a tiny umbrella drink. For every financial need, we'll meet you in the moment. KeyBank opens doors. KeyBank member FDIC. Times have changed here at Cardinal Credit Union because now anyone can join. When you open an account, you instantly have access to all the products and services we offer, regardless of where you live or work. The myth of having to belong to a specific group to bank with Cardinal has changed. We call it instant membership. Open an account today and enjoy the most competitive rates on savings and lending products. Visit our branches or join online at cardinalcu.com. People helping people. Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns. In sports, success is about team effort. 
And the same is true for your hair. At Great Clips, we save your haircut details in clip notes. So every member of the highly skilled team knows exactly how to create your signature look. And with our easy-to-use app, you can check in from anywhere and get a ready-next text when you're up next for a cut. It's the confidence of a great haircut delivered by a team you trust. Download our app today. Great Clips. It's going to be great. Hi, this is Joel Batonio. Hey, Browns fans. This is Denzel Ward. This is David Njoku, and you are listening to the University Hospitals Cleveland Browns Radio Network. University Hospitals is your hometown medical team and official health care provider of the Cleveland Browns. Browns fans, are you and your pup ready for the game this weekend? Stop on into Pet Supplies Plus in Fairview Park tomorrow, January 11th, from 2 to 3 p.m. to join our pup rally. Wear your best Browns gear for a chance to win prizes. Get your pup's picture with Chomps and meet Browns legend Josh Cribbs. For more information, visit the Browns Facebook events page. That's the Browns Facebook events page. Pet Supplies Plus, proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. Browns taking on the Houston Texans coming up on Saturday. Jim Donovan will be on the call, and he joins us right now to preview the game. Jim, thanks for joining us tonight. Hi, Ken. Good to be with you. What do you expect to see in this football game on Saturday where there was no C.J. Stroud on Christmas Eve, and now the Texans are going to have their hot young rookie? Yeah, and he is hot, Ken. There's no doubt about it. And uh, I have to tell you, he is very, very impressive. Has been all year long. His numbers are pretty startling when you consider he is a rookie. 23 touchdowns, only five interceptions. And I thought he was exceptional in their big game and their last game of the regular season, the win-and-you're-in game. On the road in Indianapolis, I thought he played really well in that game. And, you know, it's obviously going to be a very different game than Christmas Eve when the Browns went down there because of Stroud and other people that, you know, weren't in that game or you know, the Texans are hoping that they'll get them back. But I think it will be fascinating, Ken, to see how Stroud plays against the Browns' defense, which I think is playing great football right now, and what Jim Schwartz will do with that defense to try and defend Stroud. I think that's the matchup going into the game that's really interesting. And, Jim, with that matchup, as far as what the Texans want to do, obviously they want to moving up and down the football field, do you see them employing a short, intermediate passing game or sticking to what they do best, which is going vertical? Well, you know, and they do go vertical. And, I mean, they went vertical on the first play of the game last last week, 75 yards to Nico Collins for the touchdown. He's got a – Stroud's got a great arm, Gerard, and and he's just got one of those big arms, and he can make, as they say, all the throws. And he made some really unorthodox big throws – late in the game to get them on that drive to get that touchdown and go up front and, and then end up holding on to win the game. Um, I, here's the thing, I think. Um, I, I, yeah, I think that they probably will try and do that because I think that's his strength, that's his game, and they like to do that. I think they feel they have the speed, especially to do that at home on turf. But I really like the Browns' secondary. I don't know that he, being C.J. Stroud, no matter who he's played this year, has gone up against cornerbacks on the same field, the likes of Ward, Newsom, and M.J. Emerson. Those three are playing at a really high level, and that's a different picture he's going to be looking into. 
I'm very confident for this game, Jim. You know, looking at it, just analyzing it, trying for the Browns, Browns fandom. And I think a lot of it has to do with Joe Flacco. He's a veteran. It's, I don't think he's afraid of the bright lights. It's, he's played confidently all year. How do you feel about Joe Flacco? Such a, an old hand, but a very good one right now, uh, leading the Browns coming up on Saturday. Yeah, a lot of playoff experience, big-time playoff experience. The biggest of them all, the Super Bowl and winning the MVP. But the other thing, Ken, um, he's got a lot of experience playing and even winning on the road in the playoffs. And, of course, as a wild-card team now, we're going to be on the road all the way through for as long as the Browns stay in this. And that's going to be – sometimes that is just a death knell for a lot of teams. They just can't handle that. I was really confident after listening to him – describe what it's like to play in the playoffs and 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 also amari cooper talking about it but joe flacco talked about there's going to be a great deal of excitement it's going to be loud in the stadium but you really just have to calm down very quickly and the quicker you're able to do that and get into your game and just be as fundamentally sound as you can possibly be and i know this rings the bell of gerard cherry that you just carry out your assignment don't try and do more don't have mental mistakes and for the Browns this year, try not to turn the ball over uh, because they've really gotten away with that and, and turned the ball over a great many times. But to listen to him lay out what makes a successful game day in a playoff game, and especially when you're a road team, makes me feel very confident that he knows how to get it done. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Jim. He was speaking my language, and he was speaking my experience. It's a great game. It's an important game. It's right. a pivotal game. But the thing is, you can't make it – all about what the game is supposed to represent. You have to go out there and play the game. And he said exactly those words in a perfect manner and fashion, monotone and straight up, and that's what you need. And when you think about Joe Flacco and his leadership, isn't it amazing, Jim, just how fluid fluid he's just fit and how it makes so much sense what he represents as far as what this football team needs at this point in time? Yeah, it really does. And it just seems to me, Gerard, that he was such a perfect fit for what Kevin Stefanski wants to do with his offense. Mm-hmm. And I think the coach has been really, you know, very excited about sitting with Flacco and going over the game plan. And I think he has consumed the offense and he understands it. I think he's added to it. I think they've had a great time together, along with Alex Van Pelt and the rest of the offensive staff putting together game plans, which have really been exceptional since he's taken over. And week to week, those have grown uh, in their creativity uh, and what they're going to do as, as far as attacking every defense that they've played. So I think it's been a perfect situation, a great marriage of what Joe Flacco is and what he can do and what Kevin Stefanski wants to do with his offense. And, Jim, you mentioned it earlier how you like our secondary and what they represent. And the statistics prove that, and granted, this is no knock on C.J. He has been phenomenal, no doubt about mm-hmm. that, especially yeah. as a rookie. But it's a known fact that in in man concepts, he struggles. As opposed to zone, he's prolific. So I anticipate us being very physical with this football team, playing a lot of man concepts, and just flat out doing what we do. What do you anticipate Swartz doing on Saturday? Oh, I think he is exactly, you know, I think that's what they are. I think that's what he is. So what you're saying is exactly right. I think they have such great confidence. I mean, you look at them. Denzel Ward, very physical, surprisingly, amazingly physical for his stature and his size. MJ Emerson, incredibly physical and effective. 
with his size because he's got it. And Newsom has just grown into that with the other two. And I think that, you know, the threesome has just been perfect for the way they have been coached by Brandon Lynch and, and coordinated by Jim Schwartz. And, you know, I looked at Indianapolis in that game on Saturday, and because they were young in the secondary and they were losing players even during Saturday night's game, they were really leaving, you know, they were in zone and they were leaving a lot of pockets open and, you know, taking nothing away from C.J. Stroud. But he did have some real easy throws to his tight end, uh, even to Nico Collins and to other players. I don't know if those are going to be there on Saturday. Jim, i got to ask you this before we let you go. If anybody knows you, and a lot of people do, they know that you are a very close follower of college football. Nick Saban? retiring today. I'm sure I'll make it official later this week. You got an idea who might replace him, who might try to step into those shoes down at Alabama? Well, first of all, I have to tell you, I was totally shocked. I really was. Uh, because he did... I, I have to. He's a tremendous coach. Um, and maybe the best ever in college football. And I thought what he did with that Alabama team this year was pretty amazing because they went through a, a, a lot of problems early in the year at quarterback uh, until they finally got Jalen Milrow all settled in at quarterback, and then there they are, you know, leading right up until the last few seconds of regulation against Michigan, only to lose in overtime. I thought it was a brilliant coaching job. So as far as the game possibly passing him by, no no way. I was shocked. So I would look at it this way, Ken. Um, I, I, I always hear, like, Dabo Sweeney, his name being mentioned. He played at Alabama. I think he admires what Saban has done there. He's been a competitor of him. I think that Dabo kind of feels that maybe, you know, he's taken Clemson as far as they can go in this new age of college football with NIL and the transfer portal. That would be a name that I would kind of look at. Jim, can't thank you enough for the time. Enjoy that trip down to Houston. Enjoy that call on Saturday. And we're looking forward to talking to you next week. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Jim Donovan, the voice of your Cleveland Browns, joining us on the hotline. When we come back, we'll preview the Kevin Stefanski Show coming up on Thursday night and telling you what's going on as we get ready for kickoff, a super wild card weekend on Saturday. You're listening to the Cleveland Browns Preview Show, presented by Cardinal Credit Union on the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. It's the Fan and 10 TV 2024 Rescue Bowl. Sponsored by Buyer's Subaru Dublin. More than a car dealer. We're back with our host from the Fan, Anthony Rothman. And from 10 TV, Dom Tiberi. And you are listening live as we look for the top dogs to be your next teammate in 2024. You remember the song, Who Let the Dogs Out? I want to let them all out of the shelter forever. All right, Anthony, today we're looking at two young pups that have Pro Bowl potential. Or at least they know their way around the food. Bowl. Hammy has all the physical tools you'd want. A quick 10-yard dash to greet his owner. The leaping ability to jump on the tallest of beds. And look at those good-sized paws. And then there's Russ. Russ is handsome and a popular teammate with other dogs. You've heard of the pancake block? This fella likes to eat pancakes. Two great dogs just waiting to take it to the house. For more information on how you could adopt Russ, Hammy, and other great teammates, visit 971thefan.com. Find your rescue champion today. 
You still thinking job change in the new year? Yeah, I need something that's in high demand and more stable in this economy. IT? Yeah, cybersecurity, maybe even AI. That's what I did. Really? How? Went to my computer career. You don't need any prior experience, and you could start your new career in a matter of months. A lot of IT pros go to school there, too, to level up. Sweet. Are classes online or on campus? Both. Well, I'll check it out. Thanks. Make this your year. Take the free career evaluation now at mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available for qualified students, including the GI Bill. At Sears Heating and Cooling, we take pride in being your local Central Ohio heating experts. From Granville to Hilliard and every home in between, Sears Heating and Cooling has all the tools needed to bring your home the comfort and relief it deserves. And our customers smile in relief when they see how our furnace and hot water tank replacement costs compare with quotes from our competition. That's the local advantage of doing business with your neighbors at Sears Heating and Cooling. See why we have over 2,000 perfect Google reviews today at SearsHeatingCooling.com. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. carsforkids.org. Your car, running or not, could be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to carsforkids.org today. 877 cars for kids Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. It's a new year to change how you look and feel with reverse aesthetics. Are you struggling with weight loss or that dad bod that's no longer trending? Reverse Aesthetics can address these issues with a weight loss program designed specifically for you. Don't let your dad bod hold you back anymore. Schedule your medical weight loss consult for free, in person or virtually, with their physician. Semaglutide is $3.75 a month. And ask about the first responder discount. Visit reverse-aesthetics.com. When I tell people I'm Leslie, the spokesperson for Pella Columbus, I often hear, Huh, I knew Pella Windows were the real deal, but I didn't know you had a local team. And that's why we're in this radio ad. Deb, tell them how real we are. I'm real. Exactly. Dave, tell them how awesome our local team is. We are awesome. See, we are Pella Columbus, rated by Columbus homeowners as the leading window brand in Columbus. Come see why at PellaColumbus.com. The Fan. Hey, Browns fans, this is Miles Garrett. Hey, this is Joe Flacco. This is Greg Newsom II, and you are listening to the University Hospitals Cleveland Browns Radio Network. University Hospitals is your hometown medical team, an official health care provider of the Cleveland Browns. Now, all you Browns fans are getting crazy for your Browns, and rightfully so. We're getting ready to take on the Houston Texans coming up on Saturday afternoon at 4.30 p.m., but there's more programming to get you ready for. Be sure to check out the Kevin Stefanski Show Thursday night, 7 to 8 p.m., right here on the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Head coach Kevin Stefanski and Browns linebacker Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa going to be joining Nathan Zagura and our very own Gerard Cherry. Well, they're both their very own, but Gerard's the one on the show with me right now. Gerard... We're getting ready for the big one coming up Saturday, buddy boy. What do the Browns got to do to come away with a win? What you got to do is make sure you play clean football. Make sure you don't give over opportunities to the 
Texas. Make sure you take advantage of your opportunities. And also remember, this is still a football game. Yes, the intensity will be there. It's the playoffs. It's wild card weekend in the NFL. But just remember, you're still playing a football game. Trust your keys. Trust your preparation. Trust what you've gone through this year, the guy next to you, to get the job done. And more importantly, take advantage of the fact that you have experience against this football team. You have a psychological advantage. Go out there and exercise it. But whatever you do, don't rest on your laurels. There you go. That's passion from Gerard Cherry. You're going to hear him tomorrow night on the Kevin Stefanski Show as well with Nathan Zagura at 7 p.m. And we get it kicked off on Saturday, 12.30 p.m., Cleveland Browns game day, 2.30 p.m., the Cleveland Browns kickoff show, and then 4.30 p.m., kickoff from NRG Stadium with Jim Donovan, Nathan Zagura, and Gerard Cherry. For my good buddy Gerard Cherry, I'm Ken Carmen. Thanks for listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. You've been listening to the Cleveland Browns Preview Show. Join us next week at this time for more behind-the-scenes Browns news from Berea. The Cleveland Browns Preview Show has been brought to you by Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns. You're listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. 97.1 The Fan is celebrating a quarter century of sports talk, play-by-play, and sheer nonsense. Morning Juice, Bishop and Prince, Rothman and Ice, Common Man and T-Bone, and the Buckeye Show. Download The Fan app today and listen anywhere, anytime. You're home for the Cleveland Browns, Ohio State Buckeyes, Columbus Blue Jackets, and Columbus Crew. The Fan, Ohio sports destination. This is the University Hospitals Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Play on the fan. Every game, all season long. Proud to be your central Ohio Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The fan. Thanks for listening to whichever game you were just listening to. Yay! Since it's over, let's join another riveting sporting contest. Yeah, yeah. Already in progress. This is the Coach Kevin Stefanski Show. Tonight is your chance to get a detailed peek behind the scenes from team headquarters in Berea. And you'll find out how the Browns are prepping for this week's game. This is the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. 97.1 The Fan is celebrating a quarter century of sports talk, play-by-play, and sheer nonsense. Morning Juice, Bishop and Prince, Rothman and Ice, Common Man and T-Bone, and the Buckeye Show. Download the Fan app today and listen anywhere, anytime. You're home for the Cleveland Browns, Ohio State Buckeyes, Columbus Blue Jackets, and Columbus Crew. The Fan, Ohio Sports Destination. Here are your hosts, Nathan Zagura and Gerard Cherry. Good evening and welcome to a playoff edition of the Kevin Stefanski Show all along the University Hospitals, Cleveland Browns Radio Network, Nathan Zagura. As always, joined by the three-time, three-time, three-time Super Bowl champion, Gerard Cherry. And Gerard, later on, we'll have to talk about the fact that 
you won those Super Bowls playing for Bill Belichick, and we'll get your opinion on that. But later, that's just a teaser. Everybody get excited to hear about that. We are here to do one thing and to do one thing only, to get everybody who is listening ready for the Browns and the Texans. Super Wild Card Weekend kicks off with those two teams, 4.30 Eastern, down at NRG Stadium in Houston. And Gerard, what I want to start by asking you is, as somebody who has gone on these playoff runs, as somebody who's experienced it, what, if anything, changes for a player going from the regular season to these playoff games? Well, the speed of the game certainly increases. The level of intensity is there as well. And the level of clean football is upped as well because you're playing against good football teams. So the ability to make mistakes and not have them hurt you becomes remote because you're playing against top-tier talent. So that's what you notice is just that the game is moving faster, is more succinct, and... It's just a fluidity to it, and the intensity is certainly there. And as each week goes by, it ramps up more and more as far as the level of soreness post-game because of the fact that you're in a true battle. Not to say you're not doing a regular season. It just ups the ante when you're in the playoffs. Yeah, it's win or go home, certainly. And, and, you know, I would imagine in the regular season you are fully committed, but I, I would guess that when you get into a, a playoff situation like this, you say, oh, maybe I can spend a few more minutes or hours watching tape oh let's if i saw something maybe i should call up my teammate or text my teammate or my coach and say well what about this if they do that do you find that it kind of heightens the preparation that maybe you give a little more make sure you leave no stone unturned it should do that but to be honest with you nathan you should already been doing that in the regular season you should not wait till the playoffs all of a sudden say you know what i'm going to stay later i'm going to make some extra lifts in my workout regimen and all those things that should already be established but there should be a sense that okay if i was given an hour what's an hour and 30 going to hurt what's two hours going to hurt that should be the mentality but those those traits and those characteristics should always ready be in place for you as a football player but certainly you up it because again what's at stake so that does take place you are more communicative with your teammates and things of that nature but i'm always of the opinion that you should already be doing those things that's how you got to the playoffs no, you're exactly right. And I think that there is always, you know, in any situation, you can realize, oh, man, well, maybe I'm going to give it a little bit, a little more. And so hopefully that's what the Browns right. are doing. And talking to some of the players, J.O.K. said guys are communicating even more than normal. Right. And they did a lot. And they're certainly in that film room. Because it can come down to one play, one missed assignment, one bad thing. That can be the difference between going on and going home and your season being over. It's one missed play, a missed block, a missed blitz pick pickup is basically a missed block can send you home or okay what was the call here was my covers three zone drop was i in the flats did i contain those things factor in so those little things like a which is not a little thing a turnover things of that nature that you're used to getting away with not necessarily the case in the playoffs but at the same time as we say this you don't want to play scared the one thing that you cannot do you have to take the mentality and joe flacco said it best You have to have the mindset that you're going to go out there and do your job. You can't dictate what's going to happen, but what you can control is your effort, is your will, is your desire, your ability to play, pay close attention to detail. Those things factor in for you. But ultimately, as you get through the first series and the anxiety and the butterflies are there, then you start to settle down and realize you're in a football game. The thing that you cannot do, Nate, is be in a spot where, oh, my gosh, this is the playoffs. I'm here. We're doing this. We're doing that. You can't take that approach. You have to be calm, cool, and collective, but at the same time, fired up. 
how helpful is it for this Browns team to have Juan Thornhill, who has recently won a Super Bowl, won two of them, to have Joe Flacco, who's a Super Bowl MVP, Rodney McLeod won a Super Bowl with Philadelphia, and even though he's not playing right now, still around the team, Oboe won a Super Bowl with the L.A. Rams. How important and helpful is it to have those guys who can kind of say, look, I've done it. Here, this is what it's about, us being together, us working together, having each other's back, being on the same page, doing our job. There's nothing fancy to it. It's actually get back to the fundamentals, execute those, and you have a good chance to win. Oh, it's tremendously important, and it cuts out a lot of wasted time and wasted effort. It gives you an advantage because if you can have guys in your locker room who can speak to one, how do you get your mind right? And that's really what it boils down to. How do you get your mind right mentally to prepare for this game? What are you doing at night to visualize what's going to take place, what you need to do, going over your playbook and things of that nature we already talked about of how you study and prepare for the game. But to have those guys' words sink into how do you cut to the chase and actually get to the space to where you can best play your best brand of football, they have that information. They have that insight on an individual level and on a collective level. So when you have guys that are going through it, the way in which we have guys, you're at a great advantage. Good. I hope so. And, and, you know, I was just thinking, listen to what you said there. You heard the reports about what that Monday team meeting was. They had everybody who'd won a Super Bowl come up and speak to the room. So you had to be a fan of that. You thought you probably thought it. that was a great idea Love and a good it. thing for this football team. Love every element of it. Yeah. Again, why operate in the dark? Why operate out of ignorance? If you have insight, if you have information on what I can sure. do to be a better football player and how I can prepare for something I may have never gone into before or I experienced maybe once or twice, and you have insight on what you did to have success or even your failures, take that information and run with it. Absorb it. Utilize it. It's all about communicating. It's all about making sure that you're in a space to where you are prepared. We're going to talk about Bill Belichick later on. He was the best at preparing you. Yep. So if you have guys on your squad who you trust and who show you day in and day out that they're the truth and that they pay the price on a regular and they're giving you instruction and insight on how they've done it and what they've seen others do, you are a fool not to follow in line and follow what they're saying and get on board with it and take their advice and utilize it to your success. You're exactly right about that. Just real quick over the injury report today for the Browns out. Dustin Hopkins, Riley Patterson will kick again for the Cleveland Browns. Now he has been perfect in his playoff career going forward. Grant Delpit is out. Cedric Tillman remains in concussion protocol. Delpit just returned off the IR this week. Could have a chance to play next week if the Browns go down and when the Browns go down and beat the Texans. Questionable for the Browns, Denzel Ward. Now, that was an injury that happened today. There is definitely optimism that he will be ready to go. Mike Ford, who's key part of the special teams unit, Juan Thornhill, questionable and looks like he could be back with the calf and Pierre Strong was able to give it a go this week as well with a back injury. On the other side, for the Texans, the Texans, Uno, out Jerry Hughes, Questionable. Will Anderson Jr., Jonathan Grenard, Noah Brown, and Robert Woods. Anderson and Grenard, those are the big ones. Grenard left early in the game against us. Right. He leads their team with 12 and a half sacks. Anderson second on the team with seven sacks. They both said they will play. So let's start on this, that side of the ball for the Texans. This will be different than when we face them. They will have their top two pass rushers who accounted for 19 and a half sacks. And they will have their leading tackler, Blake Cashman, who had 106 tackles, the linebacker out of Minnesota. None of them played in the first meeting. They will play in this meeting. How does that change things? Well, it changes in this regard. You have better talent out there. But correct me if I'm wrong, these guys have not been that active. So they're going to have an adjustment period that they're going to have to deal with in which we have guys and we have continuity on our offensive line. And based upon those last week and things could change, 
I don't walk away from the endeavor saying, oh, my gosh, what are their defensive front going to do towards us because they struggled against the Colts and what they had to do from an offensive scheme standpoint. But, yes, having more talent out there, and, again, this is the playoffs. You're going to get more energy. You're going to get more effort. Those are the things that are supposed to take place during this time of the year. Yep. So I don't think we'll be shell-shocked by that because, again, on Monday, you were given the blueprint by various guys on how you mentally prepare for this football game because at the end of the day, Nathan, it's about getting your mind right. Yeah, and I think the Browns certainly will have their, you talk about being prepared, they will have ways to combat those edge rushers. Because that, when you look at their defense, that's the one thing that makes you a little nervous. Mm-hmm. Our tackles were down to our fourth and fifth tackle, and they played very well, Hudson and Christian, but that's a tough matchup for them, and you got to give Joe Flacco time, because last time out, Joe Flacco, 368 yards, three touchdowns against Texans. That's the most anybody's thrown right. for against them all year, most passing touchdowns anybody's had all year as well. Now, they will be very different on offense, and that obviously is because they will have C.J. Stroud available in this game. C.J. Stroud, an incredible rookie season, 4,108 yards, 23 touchdowns, 5 picks, a 100.8 rating. And C.J. Stroud joins Pretty Elite Company. Tom Brady and Joe Montana is the only three quarterbacks in NFL history to lead the league in passing yards per game and touchdown-to-interception ratio in the same season. It's a pretty good trio right there for C.J. Stroud to be a part of, for sure, the two greatest to ever do it at the quarterback position. He will hold the ball, though. He will make big plays down the field. But again, he will hold the ball. And for us, that is probably, that's the battle we've got to win, right? Getting the pressure on him, allowing our guys to cover on the back end, forcing him into maybe some bad decisions. Exactly. And when he is holding the ball, you got to anticipate they're going to do what? Max protect or two-man routes. But I've seen our defense have success in those scenarios as well because you can only hold the ball so long. And with our cover guys, I'm confident that they're going to do a much better job than what we saw last week and what the first play of the offensive series for, the series for them it was a successful touchdown. 75 yards. And that was, Nico. once again, in zone as well. So, yeah, give Stroud his flowers and give credit where it's due. He's been extremely impressive. But the thing that stands out, and we've all talked about it, is that go back to that Jets game. Yep. You want to get an idea of what we could look like against this team, go back to the Jets game. He did not have as much success against the Jets. And the reason why? They play man. reason why? They got defensive line that can get after you. What do we have? The same scenario. We play man. And we have a defensive line that can certainly get after you. No doubt about it. To echo your point or buttress your point there, C.J. Stroud this year in QBR was number one in the NFL against zone, 73.9. He was 27th in the NFL against man coverage. That's what the Browns do better than anybody. They play man coverage. They're going to get pressure on him. That certainly impacts his ability to be successful as well. The Rolling Stones Hackney Diamonds Tour will be at Cleveland Browns Stadium on Saturday, June 15th. Tickets are on sale now. Visit clevelandbrownstadium.com slash rollingstones for more information. When we come back here, you will hear from the head coach of your Cleveland Browns, Kevin Stefanski, as he prepares for the Browns and the Texans, as well as Browns linebacker Jeremiah Owusu-Koromo. What a year he has had. That's all coming your way, plus Gerard's thoughts on Bill Belichick, a preview of some of the other games, Super Wild Card Weekend, and our stock up, step up. It's a playoff edition of the Kevin Stefanski Show on the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. From the east side to the west side, from the muni lot to the dog pound, we rally around the Browns no matter what. At Elk and Elk, no matter how tough things get, we fight for every client every day. And if you've been injured, the best fans in the world deserve award-winning attorneys to get them the compensation they need. Elk and Elk is proud to stand with you in every game and every trial. Elk and Elk, proud partner of the Cleveland Browns. Here we go, Browns! 
part of one of the most passionate fan bases in all the NFL. Join Next Gen STM, presented by Ticketmaster, the official waitlist of your Cleveland Browns. Joining Next Gen STM is the best chance to become a season ticket member in future seasons. Oh, what a catch by a Joku! Touchdown! Visit clevelandbrowns.com slash STM to reserve your spot today. Times have changed here at Cardinal Credit Union because now anyone can join. When you open an account, you instantly have access to all the products and services we offer, regardless of where you live or work. The myth of having to belong to a specific group to bank with Cardinal has changed. We call it instant membership. Open an account today and enjoy the most competitive rates on savings and lending products. Visit our branches or join online at cardinalcu.com. People helping people. Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns. Browns fans, get ready for game day at the Browns VIP Tailgate. Brought to you by BullseyeEventGroup.com. The Browns VIP Tailgate starts three hours prior to kickoff before every home game. It's right next to Cleveland Brown Stadium inside the Great Lakes Science Center. This tailgate is all ages and features a premium buffet by Food Network chefs Aaron May and Rocco Whalen and a premium open bar for three hours. Start Browns games right. Get your Browns VIP Tailgate tickets today at BullseyeEventGroup.com. Howard Hanna is the official real estate provider of the Cleveland Browns. If your game plan for this season includes buying or selling a home, Howard Hanna has the answer. Delivering a winning strategy for breaking down the game of real estate. Howard Hanna are the market leaders in Northeast Ohio. More buyers and sellers trust Howard Hanna to be their home team. Visit howardhanna.com slash go Browns. He's still going. Touchdown. He put on three different moves and got in. That's howardhanna.com slash go Browns. Visit today. From a daily driver. A heavy hauler to a high-end auto investment, the Sarshone Auto Group is one of Northeast Ohio's leaders. Now with seven locations, Sarshone Ford and Randolph, Alliance and Waynesburg, Sarshone Chevrolet and Randolph, Sarshone Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Dalton, the Sarshone Auto Gallery in North Canton, and now Sarshone Chevrolet in Garrettsville. The Sarshone Auto Group, an official partner of the Cleveland Browns. Find out more at sarshone.com. At KeyBank, we know a small moment like, Whoa, my kid's got a serious backhand. Can lead to an even bigger question like, Tennis camp is how much? And that's the type of moment where we'll meet you to help you build a savings plan for expenses big and small so your money can make money. Mike, how's that sound? Sounds like match point. Sounds like love. We could serve up tennis puns all day. For every financial need, we'll meet you in the moment. KeyBank opens doors. KeyBank member FDIC. Calling all Browns fans and dog lovers. Join the Barking Backers Club, the fan club for dogs presented by Milkbone in association with Embrace Pet Insurance and Pet Supplies Plus. You'll get access to premium live events and your furry friend will receive a membership kit that they'll love. The Barking Backers is the ultimate fan club for dogs and the perfect way to show your love for your four-legged friend and for your Cleveland Browns. Sign up today at BarkingBackers.com or on the Browns mobile app. But don't wait, spots are limited. I feel like I have people in the building that can tell me the truth. And I think that's really important because I don't want this to be a place where I don't get the truth from our guys. This is the Coach Kevin Stefanski Show. You're listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Here are your hosts, Nathan Zagura and Gerard Cherry. 
Welcome back to the Kevin Stefanski Show all along the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns radio network. Nathan Zagura joined by the head coach of your Cleveland Browns. And, Coach, you talked all year long about earning that second season. This team went out and did that. That second season begins now. Do things change as you prepare for a playoff game versus a regular season game? How do you kind of keep that same routine going forward? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's both. Uh, things don't change in terms of the pr- preparation that has to go into it. Obviously, though, things are elevated, and what you do as, as a team is you heighten your awareness of everything. So I thought the guys have had a great week of practice, great week of preparation, understanding uh, that these are one-game seasons. That's the fun part of, of the playoffs when you do punch that ticket. You get to play in a one-game season. So I've definitely felt the urgency from the team, uh, but ultimately you really do go back, back to what has gotten you here, and that's just playing sound football. And talking to some of the guys, a couple of themes have come across in the interviews I do with them. Number one, everybody's being very intentional about what they're doing. You talk to a guy like Amari Cooper, and it almost it blows your mind how intentional he is about everything he does, which leads to the success he's had. And then the other thing is that Monday team meeting. I've heard multiple guys mention to me that that was a very powerful, impactful meeting to kind of set the tone for the week. Can you, can you give us a little peek behind the curtain, maybe, what happened in that meeting? It just felt like it was the right time. Once once you're in, you can talk about those things. You don't talk about it prior to to being to starting that second season. So we just thought that was the appropriate time to take a minute and just kind of pause and, and kind of reflect and, and let some guys talk to the team that have have won that ultimate game. I mean, and, and it's not many. This is is not like um, you know every season you have a. 30 guys that have sure. won that. It's, it's, it's a small class of guys. So just felt like hearing their perspective would be important for our football team. I know a lot of guys talk about what Joe Flacco said. And at the end of the day, you know, playing physical and playing fundamentally sound football, that travels in the playoffs. And is that kind of one of the messages? Let's go out there, do our jobs as we've done it all year. Take care of the football. I know I'm sure you're preaching that as well. But is that kind of the message? Yeah, and I think the big thing, again, you know, just to dispel any myths that you have to play different in the postseason. I think a lot of the guys hit on that. And, again, what got you here was playing good, sound football, as boring and as coach speak as that may sound. It is the truth. Uh, so I think the guys understand uh, what it's going to take is really what we've been doing all season long. Now, you play teams in the division twice every year. They get to know you very, very well, so you are always kind of prepared for, okay, they expect this, we're going to do that, the tendency breakers, all of that. It's not often, though, that you play a team twice in you know, basically four weeks. How does that impact or change kind of the preparation? They are going to know our scheme. You're certainly going to know their scheme from a defensive standpoint because their offense will be different. We'll talk about that. But how does that, how do you kind of approach that kind of unique situation of two games so close together? Yeah, you know, I think you have to be careful not to overthink it. Uh, you know, we know what they know, what they know, what we know, that type of thing. It's sure. you go back to doing what you do and doing what you do well and, and being ready to adjust. Uh, in every football game, there's adjustments that are made series to series quarter to quarter half to half same thing here so we played four quarters versus them last time they're, they're going to make some adjustments as are we they're going to react to some of the things we do we're going to react to some of the things they do so it's just a, the normal course of, of business is making adjustments uh, but you don't you can only spend so much time thinking about what those adjustments could be because it's it's limitless in, in that regard right. so it that's where you really go back to okay what do we do well what are the things that this team does well? How do we try to stop them when we're out there on defense? How do we try to move the ball when we're on offense and really keep it in that framework? How have the guys kind of bounced back from 
getting in, in many cases for your starters anyway, kind of that week off being able to come right back in, hit the ground running. Because I think a lot of talk about that momentum, which is a very theoretical concept, but do you, do you feel like the guys were able to come back in and be as locked in, even though they didn't have to go out there and compete on Sunday? Yeah, I think for us, we really used all of that time to our advantage. Now, they didn't play on Sunday, but what they did it during that previous week and le- over this weekend and leading into this week has been all leading into this next game. So it wasn't just, all right, we're going to give you a day off. It was, we're going to be intentional about how intentional about how we treat these days and get you the amount of work that keeps you gets you fresh but also keeps you sharp so i thought they've done an outstanding job of continuing to work uh getting healthy which is really important but also staying sharp all right let's talk about this game houston texans you were there as we talked about just a few weeks ago you got the win defensively it should be similar we'll see if they're a little healthier up front will anderson maybe grenard comes back for them but as a team that likes to play a lot of zone on the back end we talked about that last time that's their bread and butter has anything in in, that you've seen maybe between that game and now anything kind of changed what you've seen them doing defensively I think everybody evolves, and, and certainly you've seen even over the last couple of games they're they're tweaking a little bit of what they do as as are we. Uh, but you're not going to see wholesale changes to any team when when the postseason starts. You you do go back to uh, the things that got you there. But again, I think it's interesting to watch it in this game early. Uh, what are the adjustments that they're making? What are the adjustments that we're making? All right. Offensively, we know they're going to be very different. With Case in there, he was trying to get it out very quickly. With C.J. Stroud, he will hold the ball. He will push the ball down the field. We saw that on, on play one last week. What stands out to you about what C.J. Stroud's been able to do having an incredibly impressive rookie season? Well, I think the first thing that stands out is he does not look like a rookie. And, and that came across in his first game. I was watching, they played Baltimore in week one. And as we were getting ready for Baltimore, you turn that game on and you just watch the poise with which he plays and the ball, how it comes out of his hand and him making plays off schedule. It was very, very evident, clear that this kid is a really good football player. Uh, so having him back there with the skill guys they have in the perimeter with their scheme, it's a huge, huge challenge uh, to try and slow him down. And you got to make sure you cover the whole time because there are plays where it looks like he should throw it away. And there was a game play against Indy where even the announcers thought he was throwing it away, and he ended up completing a deep pass there to Nico Collins. That's a little bit of a challenge because he can run, but he will also buy time tooth with the intention of throwing the football. No doubt, and that that play that you're, you're referring to that that's unbelievable, uh, and that's that's uh, hard to coach. Uh, and he definitely has that ability to make plays, and that was as big a play that as there was in that football game. I know that. If you were to go back a few years, we like Nico Collins in this building. He has blossomed this year and really is kind of running like a one-man band once Tank Dell went down. They have some other players, but you talk about the stats. He's the guy 195 yards last week in the, in the game to get into the playoffs. What's making him so effective right now? Well, physically, he's a really impressive football player. I mean, big and strong and fast. He runs behind the defense. Uh, there's not a lot of guys that look that size and can run by you. And as you saw in the first play of that indie game, he can run by you. So I think the quarterback has a ton of trust in him because of his physicality that he can go up and get a 50-50 ball. He can make contested plays on the football. But when that ball's in his hand, I mean, he can roll. He's running away from people. Yeah, and he certainly did that in that one. And then they can run it as well. Devin Singletary's kind of had a nice career resurgence with them. We saw that certainly last time that we were there and kind of even leading in that game, the tape that you watched, I'm sure, in that preparation for that one. They can run it. They can pass it. When a guy does hold the ball, though, does the, do you feel like with your corners and with your pass rush, that maybe plays more into your hands than somebody who's trying to get it out in you know 2.2 and not give the defensive line a chance? Well, in theory, yes. Uh, you know, But the, the longer you hold the ball, you do have – 
plays to make down the field as well. So there's when the ball comes out quick, uh, you're going to need a run and catch typically to go make an a, a, a explosive play. When you hold the ball, the, the reward goes up, so does the risk. And, and that's the, the what you play as an offensive coach. You are always playing that game of, all right, when we want to push down the, the ball down the field, we're going to have to hold a little bit here. So uh, they do both. He, they do a great job of getting the ball out in the quick game. They'll, they'll run screens and keepers and all those things, and then they will definitely take their shots, and that's something that we have to be aware of. For our ground game when we have the ball, you know, part of the reason Flacco's been thrown for over 300 yards is we've not run it as effectively as we had. And by the way, those big chunk plays are very nice to have in, in the game. Last time in Houston, it was kind of the same. Struggled really on the ground, certainly from a yards per carry perspective, but we're able to throw it down the field. What could you take away from that tape to maybe kind of help get this ground game going and maybe give a little more balance? Because in the playoffs, at some point, you're going to be able to run the ball when they know you're going to run the ball. Absolutely, and, and the whole thing for us is we, we'll move the ball any which way we can, and, and if it's the run game, we feel great about that. If it's a pass game, we feel great about that, and that's where you get into these games, and uh, you run into some really tough fronts, and then you run into some really tough back ends, and, and for us, it's being able to pivot uh, based on what that game calls for. With our run game, like you mentioned, uh, you know, kind of got back on track in that Jets game for us, yep. definitely more efficient with our run, uh, found some explosives as well, so we work real hard at, and watch watching that tape of the Houston game and trying to understand where were there maybe some missed opportunities uh, and, again, see what kind of adjustments they make as well. Was there anything that jumped out about what Indianapolis was able to do? Because if they were able to do one thing offensively in that game, it was run the football. Yeah, they had an impressive uh, run there at, at the end. Uh, certainly in the second half, they, they were definitely committed to it, and they were downhill. Uh, Taylor made some great runs himself, uh, made somebody miss in the hole and went for a long one. So uh, it's like anything else. There's, there's no magic uh, solution to finding a way to, to get the run game or the pass game going. It's just a matter of trying to chip away, uh, knowing that you're playing some pretty good defenses at this point in the season. When you kind of look back on the season, when you think about, you know, Nick Chubb goes down, so that's an all-hands-on-deck type situation. Between Pierre, Kareem, and um, Jerome Ford, you've got almost 2,000 total yards and 19 touchdowns out of that room. Is that one of the things you look back and say, that's what a great example of guys stepping up, being able to kind of parse out roles here and, and allow this team to be productive and successful? Yeah, I mean, that that was, as we talked about, when you lost Nick, uh, to, to piece together Nick, it was going to take multiple people. And, and I think that's what we knew we had uh, in Pierre and Jerome, and then going out to, and getting Kareem and, and the amount of really good moments that Kareem has given us in some very high leverage situations down there in the goal line, short yardage, um, third down, he's given us some great moments. So uh, that was really by a committee because it was by necessity. And, and that's what the guys uh, really embraced each one of their roles, which I'm really proud of them for that going into this you know you need everybody and you got some veterans who have the experience you also have some young guys who recently have played elite football for you and i'm not talking about you know mj who's been spectacular and greg and denzel but you know a guy like alex wright who stepped up he has a sack in four straight games a guy like ronnie hickman who had the big pick six and is playing elite football for you those young guys when you see them kind of step up to get in this moment does it kind of help them do you think to have some of those veterans keep their perspective just keep doing what you've been doing it's no different Absolutely, and, and we've we've met specifically with the young guys uh, uh, about this second season, and, and that's the exact message: is keep doing what you're doing, focus on the work, uh, the preparation doesn't wane. If anything, it's got to go up at, at the, in these moments. So uh, I think all of them understand what their role is moving forward, and I think they're all excited about the opportunity.
I know you'd love to have this in front of the home fans, but you know that they will make their way to Houston, and you know how excited this city is for the start of this second journey. Anything you want to say to the fans to get ready to go down to Houston and take on the Texans? Yeah, you know, we're excited for this, as I know they are. I can't wait to see the orange in the crowd down there in Houston on Saturday afternoon. Uh, so we've felt them all season long down there on the lake. I know we're on the road in this one, uh, but I know that the people that are in that building are with us, and I know the people watching from home are with us as well. Coach, thanks so much for the time and best of luck against the Texans. Thanks, Nathan. All right, we'll be back with more of the Kevin Stefanski Show all along the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. It's the Fan and 10 TV 2024 Rescue Bowl. Sponsored by Buyer Subaru Dublin. More than a car dealer. We're back with our host from the Fan, Anthony Rothman. And from 10 TV, Dom Tiberi. And you are listening live as we look for the top dogs to be your next teammate in 2024. You remember the song, Who Let the Dogs Out? I want to let them all out of the shelter forever. All right, Anthony, today we're looking at two young pups that have Pro Bowl potential. Or at least they know their way around the food. Bowl. Hammy has all the physical tools you'd want. A quick 10-yard dash to greet his owner. The leaping ability to jump on the tallest of beds. And look at those good-sized paws. And then there's Russ. Russ is handsome and a popular teammate with other dogs. You've heard of the pancake block? This fella likes to eat pancakes. Two great dogs just waiting to take it to the house. For more information on how you can adopt Russ, Hammy, and other great teammates, visit 971thefan.com. Find your rescue champion today. Ring in the new year with the ultimate timeless gift, a diamond from Diamonds Direct. Whether you're ready to pop the question or celebrating a lifetime of love in 2024, Diamonds Direct can make this New Year's one to remember forever. Diamonds Direct is the area's destination for exquisite diamonds in all shapes and sizes, and our nationwide price guarantee ensures you'll get the best value, period. To showcase that spectacular diamond, we have literally thousands of designer settings from all the top names like Takori, Viraggio, Simon G., Ajafi, and many more. And our experts will guide you every step of the way with the education you want and the respect you deserve. Engagement rings, wedding bands, eternity bands, fashion rings. At Diamonds Direct, we specialize in the ultimate symbol of love, and we welcome the opportunity to celebrate with you. So start the new year with some new excitement, new hope, and some new bling. Diamonds Direct, on Polaris Parkway in front of Polaris Fashion Place. Proud to call the Buckeye City home. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Hey, it's Austin Ward here. Just hit a milestone I've been aiming for. I've officially lost 50 pounds with Awaken 180 weight loss. That's right, half a century of pounds, gone, gone in just over two months. I haven't seen the scale dip under 200 pounds in I don't know how many years, but now I'm confident that's where it's going to stay. I've reached Awaken 180's free maintenance, and like promised, they'll have my back for life. How did I know it would work? Seeing Chops shed 95 pounds was the start, but after my first chat with Awaken 180, I knew this was it. It just made sense. The proof? I lost double-digit pounds in the first week and kept dropping 4 to 5 pounds every week like clockwork. 50 pounds total, melted right off. Now imagine this. If you start Awaken 180 today, you could be down 15 pounds by February, maybe 40 by March. The transformation is as straightforward as the program itself. Be the next Awaken 180 success story and find your solution at Awaken180WeightLoss.com or call 844-346-1800. The Fan. For me, I'm just trying to make the right decision for each of our players. This is the Coach Kevin Stefanski Show. You're listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network.
Welcome back to the Kevin Stefanski Show all along the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns radio network. Very happy now to be joined by Browns linebacker Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa coming off of a phenomenal regular season, getting ready to start the second season. How you feeling right now? Getting ready for your first NFL playoff game and all that that represents. Yeah, I'm feeling really thankful. I'm feeling um, full of gratitude and full of appreciation for our coaches, for our teammates, for the organization, uh, for the city of Cleveland, just giving us the love, right? Giving ourselves the love, right? I think that that's really where we're at as a state of appreciation. We want to give back uh, what Cleveland has sown into us. Speaking of special things, Cleveland, that bond giving back on that Thursday night when you guys clinched the playoffs, you most certainly gave back. What an unbelievable environment it was that night. What was it like for you as a player kind of seeing the city and the joy that was brought by knowing we were going to get the opportunity that now stands before us? Yeah, man. Again, it goes back to just understanding the the context and understanding where we are as a team, right? Uh, went to the playoffs in 2020, uh, but before that it was you know 20 plus years, right? So I think that just understanding that context gives you uh, the responsibility and the duty to execute on those opportunities that you're given. Uh, so to see that come and to see that really follow up the way that it did, um, it was definitely a joy to see. Talk about your journey for just a second, because we've talked a few times this year, and I know how much thought, and you're so conscientious, but how much thought you put into the way you are going to prepare, the changes you are going to make to have a great season. Guess what? You had a great season. Recognized Pro Bowl alternate should have been a starter. We can talk about that later. Get your position right. But when you think about everything that the, what the plan you set in place for the regular season, and now we're going to go to the postseason, but for the plan you set in place to be able to execute it the way you did, how how pleased are you with kind of what you were able to do and your growth as as you said to me as a man and as a football player? Yeah, when you, when you start the season, you know you never really have a, a so called statistic driven season, I think, or even a war driven season, um, because at the end of the day, those things are other people recognizing you. I think. When you start the season, it starts from internal, right? And my internal goals was to make sure that I was more coachable, uh, was to make sure that you know I wasn't late to you know meetings. I wanted to make sure that um, I put my, my teammates in a position where they could trust me and they could rely on me um, as a teammate, as a man, uh, and also you know a player. I think that those things are, are um, a bit more important when it comes to the development of a player and the, and the development. Um, of an athlete, I, and really, I would say a student athlete. You know, we are still students in the game, and just understanding uh, that factor and just improving in that realm of the NFL. Um, each year you progress naturally, it comes on the field, right? So I think that those things off the field uh, take manifest, you know, on the field for sure. And to be in the locker room and to be in your linebacker room where you've had so much continuity and guys have gotten to grow with you, see your growth, see the work of an AWOC, see the work of a Taki Taki, their attitude, their approach, the way Coach Tarver coaches you guys, that's got to be for you kind of gratifying to have maybe learned some things along the way and then be able to apply it the way you have. And I know certainly the high regard with which they hold you. Yeah, you know, my role is, is continuing to increase. Um, as the performance increases, as my um, awareness increases, as those you know, as my emotional intelligence increases, just understanding how to lead, understanding how to uh, rely on my teammates, my teammates rely on me. That was a bit of what I spoke on previously. Um, but you know, I give thanks to Coach Tarva for, for trusting me with that uh, responsibility. I give thanks to Coach Schwartz and Coach Stefanski um, in their evaluation, in their audit, not missing anything. Uh, to say, hey, like, you know, we're going to put you in this role, but also make sure you can continue to correct this. Um, it's not like, hey, here's your role, and then we're done. No, it's more like, hey, 
you know, this is your role, and we want to see, continue to see improvement, and that's really what I'm focused on now. Listen, 20 tackles for a loss. You were too shy of the franchise record there. Career high in sacks, career high in interceptions, career high in tackles, career high in, in everything, everything that you did out there. What do you think made you so effective, and we're looking forward to seeing that carry on, but at making plays at or behind the line of scrimmage and becoming, I think, one of the most dangerous add-on blitzers in the National Football League because your closing speed is a sight to behold. Yeah, uh, first and foremost, really, you know, I want to give all praises to the Most High for allowing me to have and be in the position that I am right now, being drafted by, by Cleveland. Second of all, I would give the, the, the praises to the defensive line um, and the double teams and you know all of the things that they have to go through to allow that gap to be open, sure. to allow you know us to add the way that we add. And the defensive line has been a fierce uh, component to go against, right? Um, so I think that those two things are the main factors, as well as Coach Schwartz and his, you know, um, leniency to allow me to, you know, add sometimes, even you know, may not be the the full responsibility, um, but he's allowed that that um, that autonomy in the sense to say, hey, like, you know, hey, I'm, I'm you know, I'm the, I'm the chief governor, but hey, like, you know, the people that are in my society will will allow them to roam a bit um, as long as it's within bounds. So, <laughs> yeah. And if you're going to go, go fast and, and make it right, right? Make the decision right. So you guys have been so focused all year, 1-0 this week, 1-0 this week. You hear it from everybody on the team. And that's really what you have to do. you got to do that four more times, but it starts by going 1-0 this week. Have you noticed any difference because it's a playoff week, or is everybody kind of locked in in the same way? Maybe a little more focused because stakes are a little bit higher, but do you notice it's, is it kind of the same operation going forward? I think people sometimes take the 1-0 out of context, actually. Uh, the 1-0 does not just mean uh, win this game. The 1-0 means you know, win the responsibility the first rep in practice. The 1-0 means win the day. It means win the, uh, the meeting. That's 1-0. 1-0 is, is the um, macro look at the, <laughs> at the micro um, understanding that each moment matters. Um, and I think that that's really the responsibility and the mindset that we've carried all season and it, and it intensifies coming into the postseason. How exciting is it? I mean, you played some big games, obviously, at Notre Dame, but this is, this is the NFL. These are the playoffs. How exciting is it to play kind of on that stage where you know now, you know, you talk about playing in prime time, and yes, everybody's watching you, but playoffs is a different. That's where legacies are cemented. That's where championships are won. How exciting is it to get to be a part of that? Yeah, I mean... My my, least the best of games have been games where like you know we're playing Bowling Green in college you know get, you know it's it's, it's kind of weird like but my best of games have actually been you know against the Alabamas been against the Georgias um, been against you know some of the, the better teams and I think that moving into the playoffs just the energy of where I've come from is a seven five seven is just to want to be in those lights want to dominate in those lights want to be seen as. Um, as the best competitor, um, you know I'm a very humble guy, but those situations uh, do require a bit of um, pride of, of family, pride of of uh, responsibility, pride of, of our due diligence and what you know the city has done for us. So I, I think that you know I would, you know I'm going to love that opportunity and, and really seize it the best of my ability. So you're playing a team that you just played on Christmas Eve. Now they will be very different offensively than they were on Christmas Eve. But what are kind of the challenges? Is that harder when you know that you've seen a lot of their scheme? You have, you've studied their scheme very recently, but now it's going to be a little bit different. What's it like playing a team that close together? That doesn't happen very often in the NFL. 
Yeah, I mean that's yeah that is crazy actually, but um, I think it's a good thing because we we are really fresh off of what it feels like to put my hands on one of the offensive linemen. We're fresh on you know what it feels like to guard a tight end. We're fresh on what what is you know the speed of the game look like in reference to their. T- we're fresh on the turf, the feel of the yeah. turf, right? And I think that that you know is a blessing to actually to, to have that opportunity, um, and, and as well as them. I mean they have the the, the freshness of us as well. Uh, so again, I think that that's a great opportunity for us to have. Um, in reference to the scheme, I think it'll be a bit um, similar to what we see on film from Stroud, but it'll be different from when actually we played them. Uh, so I'm, I'm interested to see what they pull out with that. You know, they can't be too different. Um, and sometimes when teams try to be too different, it, it ends um, on the opposite end of the spectrum. So hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll put our, plan, our game plan together, focus on exactly what we have to do, and then uh, see what comes to fruition. One thing that will most certainly be different is he'll hold the ball a little bit longer, trying to make plays, and he certainly can do that, which is an opportunity to get home as well. Well, I, I, we, we hope and pray that he holds the ball longer. <laughs> um, from what I've seen on film, he, he does a great job in getting the ball out quick, actually. I mean, he'll hold it, but when it's time to throw, I mean, he, I, I want to know what the statistics are in reference to his, his speed, when, you know, throwing the ball, because it's one of the fastest I've seen on film. So, Yeah, the release is crazy. So I, I'm interested to see exactly, you know, how uh, they scheme it up, if they want to, you know, be the check down king or they want to go deep like the first play they did with, with the Colts. Uh, you know, it's going to be an interesting game, man. It's going to be a fun one. It certainly is going to be fun. You know, what's been fun has been not only seeing your success on the field, then your success in the in the world of fashion that you have brought throughout the entire season. What do you got in store? You don't have to get no spoilers, but what do you have? Have you had something in mind for the playoff debut? Yeah, you know, I've been doing a lot of like Senegalese, you know, diasporic America, Africa. Um, I've been doing a lot of you know Nigeria, right. There's some Ghana in there, you know. This time I'm, I'm gonna go back home and, and emphasize that Ghanaian. Um, I got some stuff that out of order from over there. Um, it's not exactly, you know, where my father is from, but it's up, up north towards um, it's near Burkina Faso. But it, it's a, it's a northern king type of uh, feel, so it's a little sneak peek. I like that. I like that. How's how's been the response from your teammates? Because I mean, every week you're bringing it. I mean, these guys they want to they want to wear the, the garments, so. I'm going to have them get the opportunity. I'm going to send everybody really that, that's been talking some invites uh, to, to our, our nonprofit this this year. You know, we're going to Ghana yeah. annually. Uh, so I'm going to give them the opportunity now. So, you know, they ain't, they ain't real. Yeah, they, 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 you know, so, yeah. yeah. Awesome. It has been so great kind of seeing this development from you, seeing this team, the way you guys love each other, the way you guys are playing, and now have the chance to do something really special starting down in Houston. Last one, anything you want to say to the fans for the support this year and then what you're going to bring going forward? Yeah, it's a big honor. It's a big honor to play for the city. It's a big honor to, um, you know, from, from the, I mean, from the top to the bottom, you know, whether it is, you know, Euclid or you know, Cleveland, or there's North Ridgeville, the whole entire uh, just area that that has showed us so so much love and, and respect, um, not just on the field and in the stadium, but also in the city, just showing us respect um, from the policemen to um, everybody that's within um, this organization. And the organization is not just you know in in house; it's also um, the connecting branches all throughout the city. So I just want to say I appreciate y'all, and you know want to do this for y'all. So let's go, Jeremiah. Always a pleasure. Best of luck on Saturday down in Houston. Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll be back with more of the Kevin Stefanski Show all along the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. 
Honda drivers. If you want to keep your Honda a Honda, only service your Honda with the experts at your local Honda dealer. They use genuine Honda parts and factory certified technicians to service all Hondas. Keeping your Honda a Honda. Don't trust your investment to anyone else. Only service with genuine Honda parts and factory certified technicians to make sure your Honda stays 100% Honda. When you need service for your Honda, search your local Honda dealer. In Cleveland, we believe in working hard and football. That's why Cross Country Mortgage is the official mortgage partner of your Cleveland Browns. That's two teams dedicated to getting it done and bringing home wins for the land. From buy to refi, let Cross Country Mortgage help you score the best loan. Go get one done. One, two, three, one, two, three. Reach out today at CCM.com. Equal housing opportunity. All loans subject to underwriting approval. Cross Country Mortgage, LLC. NMLS 3029. Browns fans, get ready for game day at the Browns VIP Tailgate. Brought to you by BullseyeEventGroup.com. The Browns VIP Tailgate starts three hours prior to kickoff before every home game. It's right next to Cleveland Brown Stadium inside the Great Lakes Science Center. This tailgate is all ages and features a premium buffet by Food Network chefs Aaron May and Rocco Wayland and a premium open bar for three hours. Start Browns games right. Get your Browns VIP Tailgate tickets today at BullseyeEventGroup.com. Is your phone plan messing with your savings plan? Don't get stuck paying for things you don't want. With Verizon, you only pay for what you need. And for a limited time, when you bring your own phones to a Verizon store, you'll get an amazing price on your plan. Plus, you'll save on things you actually love, like the Netflix and Max with Ads Bundle. And it's on our award-winning 5G network. Bring your phones to your Verizon store today for an incredible deal. A better plan to save is Verizon. Additional terms and conditions apply. In sports, success is about team effort, and the same is true for your hair. At Great Clips, we save your haircut details and clip notes, so every member of the highly skilled team knows exactly how to create your signature look. And with our easy-to-use app, you can check in from anywhere and get a ready-next text when you're up next for a cut. It's the confidence of a great haircut delivered by a team you trust. Download our app today. Great Clips, it's going to be great. From a daily driver, a heavy hauler, to a high-end auto investment, the Sarshone Auto Group is one of Northeast Ohio's leaders. Now with seven locations, Sarshone Ford and Randolph, Alliance and Waynesburg, Sarshone Chevrolet and Randolph, Sarshone Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Dalton, the Sarshone Auto Gallery in North Canton, and now Sarshone Chevrolet in Garrettsville. The Sarshone Auto Group, an official partner of the Cleveland Browns. Find out more at sarshone.com. I feel like I have people in the building that can tell me the truth. And I think that's really important because I don't want this to be a place where I don't get the truth from our guys. This is the Coach Kevin Stefanski Show. You're listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Be part of one of the most passionate fan bases in the NFL. Join Next Gen STM, presented by Ticketmaster, the official wait list of the Cleveland Browns. Being a Next Gen STM is the best chance to become a season ticket member in future seasons. Visit clevelandbrowns.com slash nextgenSTM to reserve your spot today. Nathan Zagura, Gerard Cherry with you. Just heard from head coach Kevin Stefanski, linebacker Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa. Coming in my research here for this one, I came across a cool JOK stat. 
He is one of only three players since 1999 with 20 or more tackles for loss and fewer than five sacks in a season. The other two, Luke Keekley in 2018 and Levante David in 2012. Both of those guys considered the best off-ball linebackers of their time. And the reason that doesn't happen very often is because 20 tackles for a loss for an off-ball linebacker, that was number one at his position, the NFL number four overall, and the three ahead of him were edge rushers. Who right. Have, Every single play going behind the line of scrimmage trying to make plays. All right, Drott, huge news in the sports world. Really, in the last 26 hours, it's been insane. First, Pete Carroll was out as the Seattle Seahawks head coach moving into an advisory role. Then Nick Saban retired at Alabama last night. And then this morning, the news that Bill Belichick and the Patriots have decided to part Ways When you first kind of heard the news today as someone who played for Bill Belichick, won three Super Bowls for Bill Belichick, what was your reaction? It was a combination of sigh of relief that it's over with and sadness at the same time in that, one, you hate to see the run come to an end because I honest to goodness thought that, hey, Bill would walk out on his own terms and determine when he wants to leave football with the New England Patriots. And then from a standpoint of sigh of relief, I got tired of waiting, Nathan. I got tired of waiting to see what his fate would be. What's the next step for his career? And I'm happy with the fact that, Robert Kraft, or Mr. Kraft, as I call him, did not fire him in the middle of the season when a lot of people were reporting that, that he gave him his respect, which is just due yes. for all he's done for that organization. Agreed with that. Do you think he wants to still coach? Yes. You can sense it. You can feel it. And he's he seemed a bit uncomfortable in what he said today far as just his body language. Now you can just sense and feel that he has something to prove. It's going to yeah. cause him to do what he does, which is dig in deep. And he's never going to rest on his laurels or be complacent by any stretch of the imagination. So I cannot see him giving up and saying, I'm done. Where do you think he ends up? I'm picturing Atlanta or the Chargers. I think those are good spots for him because they have the talent. What are they missing? They're missing discipline. And he can certainly give you that. Yeah, no doubt. Atlanta would just be so weird. To me, like, and to me, I just think of Bill Belichick, and it should be a historic franchise that he's with. And Atlanta is not a historic. franchise. Certainly not. It's not a historic franchise. But the Commanders already ruled it out, so yep. you can't go there. I'm going to give you one. If Dallas doesn't win the Super Bowl, what about you? Think about Bill Belichick going to the coexisting with Jerry Jones. I got a feeling that Bill Parcells would call him and say, "Don't make that move." They've done a lot of the same things. Yeah, they have. They've done a lot of the same things already. They certainly have. That would be an interesting one. All right. This weekend, Super Wild Card Weekend kicks off with the Browns and the Texans. We've got a bunch of other games. Just give me a a quick thought on each one of these. We'll start Dolphins at Chiefs. Supposedly negative 30 wind chill. Maybe one of the coldest games in NFL history. You said it right there. The running game factors in. But here's the thing that's unfortunate for Miami. They have quick twitch backs. That doesn't work well in that type of environment. So you like the Kansas City Chiefs running attack in that type of environment. Does it help that they have two of them so they can stay fresh? You know what I mean? So it's not like they're getting cold that they're going to be able to cycle them in and out? You're not running 4-3 in negative 35. It's just not going to happen. It's worse for you when you're that type of an athlete. You just can't get going. Yeah. And it's one of those things like you ever had a foreign car where you try to start on a cold day and it just won't start, but it's a high-performance car? Same premise here <laughs> with these backs for the Miami Dolphins. All right. Steelers at Bills could be a major snowstorm in Buffalo. No T.J. Watt for the Steelers. Bills' biggest favorite of Wild Card Weekend. That's interesting because when I think about what this game represents and weather can be a factor in this game as well, the Pittsburgh Steelers have a better rushing attack. They've come to terms with what they are from an identity standpoint. 
Harris, to his credit, is running football much more effectively. So I like to think that the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be in a good spot because of the weather. And on top of that, if Josh Allen continues to do what Josh Allen does, that's only going to give him more reason for success. So I think the Pittsburgh Steelers may have a chance due to weather. And once again, it's going to fall back on who has the better rushing attack. That would be a big surprise and would go a long way to the Browns maybe being able to host a playoff game if the Steelers can knock off the Bills. Packers, Cowboys, and then the one I'm really excited about, Rams, Lions. Your thoughts? on that one. Matt Stafford returning to Detroit to face Jared Goff. They were traded for one another. It was supposed to be the trade for now for the Rams. It worked. They won a Super Bowl. It was a trade for the future for the Lions. It has worked. They're the three seed. How do you see that one playing yeah, out? It's about a full circle moment. I see ultimately the Rams beating the Lions because I just think the Rams got something going right now and to their credit, the Lions have played some good football this season, and they've won their division, so you give them credit for that. But ultimately, it comes down to quarterback play, and I believe that Stafford will give you, with all due respect to Goff and with the Cal, I just think Stafford's at a better place and a higher ceiling than Goff is at this stage in his career. It's going to be fun to see. Jared Goff a lot to prove to people, and I think he's going to do it. I like the Lions in that one. When we come back, a little stock up, step up, going into the wild card game against the Houston Texans. You're listening to the Kevin Stefanski Show on the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Looking for somewhere exciting to watch the big game? Urban Meyer's Pint House has you covered and is your football headquarters in Dublin. Join us for all the football action with the NFL's Sunday ticket on their massive 21 TV matrix. Looking for weekend brunch? Join Urban's Dublin every Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. for chicken and waffles, their signature breakfast tacos, and giant Bloody Marys. That's Urban Meyer's Pint House in Dublin. Never miss a kickoff as we have a front row seat waiting for you. Ring in the new year with the ultimate timeless gift, a diamond from Diamonds Direct. Whether you're ready to pop the question or celebrating a lifetime of love in 2024, Diamonds Direct can make this New Year's one to remember forever. Diamonds Direct is the area's destination for exquisite diamonds in all shapes and sizes. And our nationwide price guarantee ensures you'll get the best value, period. To showcase that spectacular diamond, we have literally thousands of designer settings from all the top names like Takori, Viraggio, Simon G., Ajafi, and many more. And our experts will guide you every step of the way with the education you want and the respect you deserve. Engagement rings, wedding bands, eternity bands, fashion rings. At Diamonds Direct, we specialize in the ultimate symbol of love, and we welcome the opportunity to celebrate with you. So start the new year with some new excitement, new hope, and some new bling. Diamonds Direct, on Polaris Parkway in front of Polaris Fashion Place. Proud to call the Buckeye City home. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. It's a new year to change how you look and feel with Reverse Aesthetics. Are you struggling with weight loss or that dad bod that's no longer trending? Reverse Aesthetics can address these issues with a weight loss program designed specifically for you. Don't let your dad bod hold you back anymore. Schedule your medical weight loss consult for free in person or virtually with their physician. Semaglutide is $3.75 a month and ask about the first responder discount. Visit reverse-aesthetics.com. CarsforKids.org. Your car, running or not, could be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to CarsforKids.org today. 877 Cars for Kids. Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. 
Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. When I tell people I'm Leslie, the spokesperson for Pella Columbus, I often hear, huh, I knew Pella Windows were the real deal, but I didn't know you had a local team. And that's why we're in this radio ad. Deb, tell them how real we are. I'm real. Exactly. Dave, tell them how awesome our local team is. We are awesome. See? We are Pella Columbus, rated by Columbus homeowners as the leading window brand in Columbus. Come see why at PellaColumbus.com. You still thinking job change in the new year? Yeah, I need something that's in high demand and more stable in this economy. IT? Yeah, cybersecurity, maybe even AI. That's what I did. Really? How? Went to my computer career. You don't need any prior experience, and you could start your new career in a matter of months. A lot of IT pros go to school there, too, to level up. Sweet. Are classes online or on campus? Both. Wow, I'll check it out. Thanks. Make this your year. Take the free career evaluation now at mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available for qualified students, including the GI Bill. The Fan. I feel like I have people in the building that can tell me the truth. And I think that's really important because I don't want this to be a place where I don't get the truth from our guys. This is the Coach Kevin Stefanski Show. You're listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Here are your hosts, Nathan Zagura and Gerard Cherry. Browns fans, be sure to check out our special playoff preview show presented by Oswald Companies, the official risk advisor of the Cleveland Browns, tomorrow night. That's Friday night at 7 on the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Hear from the voice of the Browns, Jim Donovan. Hear from me, Nathan Zagura, Hall of Famer Joe Thomas, Oboe Okoronkwo, Gerard Cherry, Tyvis Powell, and Andy Baskin as we take one final look at Saturday's wild card showdown with the Houston Texans. All right, Gerard, time for now for a little stock up, step up going into this game. Whose stock is up? In your eyes. It's for me, DeAnthony Bell, as well as Ronnie Hickman. They are balling, and obviously with Grant not being able to come back, they're going to be asked to do a lot of things. And you understand that Stroud wants to do what? Throw the ball vertically, and he also wants to take advantage of zone concepts and situations. So if those guys ball out, then we are doing very well. All right, I'm going to go with Alex Wright. He's got a sack in four straight games. Oboe's back between Miles Wright, Oboe, Zadarius. Get to the quarterback. That will be key. Who's got to step up for you? Oh, it's really simple. It's our tackles. Jerron Christian as well as James Hudson the third. If you step up, if you hold up your end of the bargain, guess what? That means we have neutralized those rush ends, and that's the only chance I see the Texans having to get something done on the defensive end. All right, for me, it's everybody who touches the football take care of the football. We cannot turn it over. All right, coming up on Saturday, 1230, Cleveland Browns game day with Ken Carmen and Gerard. 230, it's the Cleveland Browns kickoff show with Andy Baskin and Tyvis Powell. At 430, kickoff, Browns and Texans from NRG Stadium with Jim Donovan, Gerard Cherry, and myself. For Gerard, I'm Nathan Zagura thanking you for listening to a playoff edition of the Kevin Stefanski Show all along the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns radio network. You've been listening to the Coach Kevin Stefanski Show. Join us next week at this time for more from the head coach of the Cleveland Browns.
This broadcast is a copyright of the Cleveland Browns and the National Football League. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts without the prior consent of the NFL is strictly prohibited. This is the University Hospitals Cleveland Browns Radio Network. 97.1 The Fan is celebrating a quarter century of sports talk, play-by-play, and sheer nonsense. Morning Juice, Bishop and Friends, Rothman and Ice, Common Man and T-Bone, and the Buckeye Show. Download the Fan app today and listen anywhere, anytime. You're home for the Cleveland Browns, Ohio State Buckeyes, Columbus Blue Jackets, and Columbus Crew. The Fan, Ohio Sports Destination. You're listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. play on the fan every game all season long proud to be your central ohio home for the cleveland browns the fan ohio sports destination broadcasting from the lindsey honda studios honda makes the cars lindsey makes the difference visit lindseyhonda.com wbnsfm hd1 columbus the fan we return you to our regularly scheduled programming already in progress please enjoy not knowing what they're talking about the fan ohio sports destination here's have won back-to-back games to get back to 500 after a slow stretch while the suns are trying to snap two straight losses to the grizzlies and clippers lakers have won all three meetings between the two teams this year it's a different story so far tonight the suns on top 64 48 142 until halftime kd was seven helping the suns get it going but devin booker has led the way he's got 23 in the opening half on 9 of 14 shooting anthony davis was seven for the lakers lebron has eight so far tonight play-by-play on espn radio affiliates elsewhere nick saban calling it a career legendary coach announcing his retirement after 16 seasons with alabama and seven total national titles as the greatest of all time in college moves on saban says his decision wasn't a result but changing landscape in college football you know whether they went no huddle and you had to adapt to it they threw rpos and you had to adapt to it uh, we had a changing environment in college football. You know, my thing was always don't complain about it. Try to figure out what the best solution is so that you can compete well in whatever the environment is. And that's always the pro- approach that I've taken. Saban in an interview with ESPN's Reese Davis. Meanwhile, recruiting violations for Florida State, the NCAA announcing penalties that include two years probation. Hey, it's Greeny, and after a tumultuous week, it's time to turn our attention to Super Wild Card Weekend. The possibility of major fallout, particularly should the Cowboys or Eagles lose, we're talking about it. It's Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.